0: Ready to rock, too. Bam, we're live. Uh, good morning, 525 Goodness gracious, you're up, Sousa. Oh, we got a link sent over to, to, to the guys. Yes, sir. On any minute, John Young and Matt Sousa. I'm going to go over to the Dubai Fitness. Got a live I'm at uh, the 2021 Dubai CrossFit Championship Day 3 3100 people watching Uh, Looks like they started the live stream 104 minutes ago We got up at 3.50am Oh, It's going to be a long day again It's going to be a long day again After 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 the show yesterday I was like basically a vegetable the rest of the day What's up Brian?
1: I felt similar for a little while (laughs) and I took a 30 minute nap and was good to go.
0: I tried to do that. I think I hit a spot where I was so tired that I couldn't even nap. Okay. Let's refresh that leaderboard. What are we? We We've completed four events, Brian. What? Uh, Well, no
1: more than that. Actually they've done six scored events.
0: Okay, including one A and one B, correct. Okay, so we just watched event five this morning, which was the muscle up and thruster workout. Everyone did much better than I imagined. Um, I thought that we would see people get stopped on the set of ten, and the dudes just absolutely destroyed it. Should we start with the dudes?
1: Sure. I mean, well, I mean, maybe, uh, maybe we should start with the women because we definitely have those results. Okay. Then to the women, we go. Uh,
2: Yeah, they uh, haven't
1: updated the men's yet. And we have a very impressive story over there with Emma Lawson, don't we? Sure, yeah. I mean, um, I thought that a majority of the women in the second heat would beat her. Uh, Her time was obviously good and clearly better than I even thought. She took third in that workout, moved up into a tie for ninth, I think, overall, with Terry daughter. And, I mean, look, five-scored events is – like, that's all you got for – how many semifinal workouts were there five four or something like that. And you're talking about being tied with Terry Helgadottir, who was 13th at the CrossFit games this year, two points behind Emily Rolfe who made the top 20 and 15 points behind Sarah Sigmund's daughter. So she's right up there in the mix with games, obvious, obvious games, level athletes um, through five events. And that's pretty cool. Um, how, what, what do I need to do to see event number
0: uh, four and five?
1: <laughs> There's an arrow towards the bottom. You're going to have to, Scroll docs. So there it is.
0: I don't see that on mine. Well, by using this website, you agree to, oh, I have to click. Okay. Ah, I have to agree to using the website and then I can scroll over. Okay. OK, here we go. And any surprise, any surprise here at the top after five events? Good morning, John. We have uh, Laura Horvat, Kristen Holtz, Sam Briggs, Gabriella Magawa, Jacqueline Dalstrom. How are those how are those five treating you?
1: I mean, I think Laura, uh, you know, really the only question we had about Laura coming in was was would there be a handstand pushup standard she couldn't do? There wasn't. So she's she's expected to win here, I'd say. And she is. Um, Kristen Holta is doing great. We thought she would be on the podium. It looks like she's in a great position for that. Sam Briggs. um, Actually, Emily Beers wrote an article for Morning Chalk Up yesterday. I encouraged her to look into it and just write about Sam's history at Dubai and how often she's done well here. So if you're a big Sam Briggs fan, you can go check that article out on the Morning Chalk Up. But once again, at 39 years old, she's right in the mix um, at a high level off-season competition. And it's uh, you know it's incredible. I thought that sixth to tenth was probably going to be where she'd fall, but now it's looking like you know fifth at the worst. And and
0: and I know I I, I poke fun at her a lot. She's been around forever. She's thirty nine years old, but in actuality, she is the only CrossFit Games champ on the roster. Correct?
1: That's right. That is and- right. Well, for in the elite division, but uh, we have Andrea Nisler who's one on the team, and Emma Lawson who's one as a teenager. But yes.
0: Oh, good points. Good points. And we know that, uh, that's no joke winning the CrossFit games.
1: Not at all, but it's also been eight years. Correct.
0: Uh, let's talk about Emma Lawson, 16. Is this, are we just over here going, Oh my God, look how great Haley Adams. Look how great Mal O'Brien, look how great Emma Carey is.
1: And then we're all going to have the, uh, I mean, it's hard to say. Um, there's some, there's certain things that you look at with, with someone this young i mean one of the things that really jumped out for emma Carey and mal o'brien in the build-up to the games this year the qualifying stages was how strong they were at that age and you know emma lawson took a middle of the pack ninth place finish on the lifting event here we know it's not the top end of of a women's field that we've ever seen but there are you know a handful of the best european women here um and she's fitting in. She doesn't look out of place. She's not being embarrassed. This, uh, you know, it's, it was risky for her to take the trip over there from Canada. It was risky for Dubai to invite her. But everyone, I think, is happy that she's there because it is showing us, yet again, that there's a teenage girl. And, um, and I think there are even more coming, honestly, who are going to be relevant factors in the season for the next couple of years. And crazy stuff can happen between the
0: age of 16 and 19.
3: And I just think look at the look at the girls ahead of her, like Emily Rolf, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Gabby, uh, Jacqueline Dahlstrom, even, Andrea Nissler. These are games people that are ahead of her, and they're not very much ahead of her. And she's ahead of people like Jerry Helga's daughter, and she's only going to get better.
0: Uh, and, and you know what's fascinating is these these people in front of her are stallions. These are the thoroughbreds. <laughs> and so she has so much mental um I don't know what the word is. Mental latitude. She has so much mental space to Fortitude. justify. Fortitude. Well, to justify her placement, she's the top pony. Everyone in front of her should 100 be in front of her. Andrea Nisler's a fucking grown ass woman, Sarah Sigmund's daughter, and yet she's hanging with these.
1: I mean, she is a pony running with the horses, with the big, with the really big horses. And I think that what will, you know, although she's done great through these ev- events so far. <clears throat> The next question is, can she match the power output of women that are 10 years older than her? Because there's a, it's kind of like a different way to test strength or capacity. And at the games, we saw Mal O'Brien's worst event, I think, was when the one of the Echo Bike. And Emma Carey not wasn't like uh, great on that either. We saw them dominate events like thrusters and wall walks. And we saw Emma uh, Lawson very good on her hands, very good in a thruster workout. So now we're going to have two workouts coming up with machines in them where um it'll be an, like the next question answered for her
0: uh, it, it's it's interesting what what did you how many years ten years older you bring up a really good point? I mean, Sam Briggs could be her mom she
2: <laughs> that's really good years. like really
0: like good. very like very easily like that's I mean, she would be an old mom for her if this was Alabama <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, hold on guys,
0: <laughs> tell us, John, tell us what's going on oh we're going where are we going live uh. We are gonna do this next one live for you guys. We're gonna take another shot at it. Katie, thanks for the ten bucks. Uh, thanks everyone for tuning in. You guys are piling in quickly. Oh, hey, y'all
3: talked about Jacqueline Dalstrom? Let's yet?
0: wait. Let's no. bring this up real quick. Uh, uh, can you bring up the live feed real quick, Susan? Let's see what this lady's saying. Did someone pull out? Ah, we missed it. That was the medical manager for the Dubai um, CrossFit Championships who was talking. No, we haven't talked about Dahlstrom. Go ahead, John.
3: I mean, she's got a shot at podium. Um, and I don't think anybody saw that coming. She has she's no not, shot
1: at podium. We know only, what the next workouts are, dude. There's no chance.
3: You think Sam, you think they're gonna crush her on the bike and the roller?
1: Yeah, and the and the final.
3: Well, we don't know what the final is yet.
0: Well, for sure, mathematically, John, what you were saying is accurate. And Brian is saying is, is if you have <laughs> IQ over a cricket, um, no, she doesn't have a chance. The way he's oh, he's He's kicking you around. All right, good. That was easy. But I will. Okay.
1: But I will say that her impressive, or her performance this morning, or the first workout, was very impressive. And right. overall, she's right. doing, um, she's doing better than I thought. Not, you know, I thought she'd be toward, closer to tenth than fifth.
0: John, what do you do when the dog starts barking? Do you kick it or do you yell at your girlfriend? Those seem like the only two options. He, he's, Yo, get he's, your fucking dog or wham.
3: He's he got attachment was- issues so he has to be in the room with you. So I just kick him out of the room. He's fine. Yeah.
0: You probably shouldn't use that word kick kick. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on, Heidi. I've been awake since 3:50. 3:50. Uh, let's talk about the men here. How many minutes do we have before this thing kicks off? I think 5. Okay. Let's let's cruise on over to the men. Uh we, we had a so they, they still ago. have
1: not updated the leaderboard for the men. Okay. We had a
3: text well, we
1: know thread,
0: the top three. We had a text thread going, and I thought for sure we would see at least one or two of the men get stopped and just be standing around under the rings. And I was so wrong. These guys were flying. No one was no no one got stopped. Why why did you think that? I just I, I guess I'm used to just seeing that in, in CrossFit events. When you, when you have something that's five rounds, especially increasing, especially with the pressure to do well, I thought we'd see someone you know get stopped at like eight at, at eight and have to jump off you know at six muscle-ups and just get stopped but but I, I couldn't have been for more when long. it's
3: broken up like that I'm, it's just not a limiter for the guys. Oh, and you
1: have to just think about the total volume you know 30 ring muscle ups in a workout is extremely normal for men uh, and even women at this point. If you start pushing that number towards forty-five muscle ups, sixty muscle ups, then you're going to see a a like a drastic drop off at each of those, like extra ten to fifteen reps.
0: And what was Bronislaw's time? He he was the slowest guy in the pack. He probably cruised over the finish line around five thirty. Yeah, yeah, and that's still incredibly fast. And what was the weight on their thrusters? One thirty-five.
4: Yep.
1: Yeah, and the thrusters seemed like honestly seemed like a non-factor. I mean, in one or two cases. Maybe the barbell cycling speed was allowed Roman to edge out Adler type thing. But for the most part, this was uh, no one struggled with the thruster.
0: I like a workout like this. I I don't think the thruster should be heavier. I don't think there should have been more muscle ups. I like a sprint. I like it when transition times become a huge factor. I I think that there's a mental fortitude piece that's tested here. That's a that's pretty cool. (laughs) Do you guys think that any any of those things should have been different? They should have gone to twelve. They should have gone to one fifty five well, or one eighty five on the thruster.
3: I would have, I would have been a fan of a heavier thruster, but I'm I'm biased. I usually like to like for things to be heavier than they are. I just think when there's a movement that everybody can do and nobody has gets an advantage on it, it's it's for a five minute event. It's kind of negligent.
0: it's fun as a spectator to to also for there to be events that like you can get your head wrapped around you know like i can do that i can do that workout at 135 it might take me fucking all morning and a sandwich break but but
1: at 185 i can't so
0: there is that also that fun piece too
1: i think you know you you can't when you're talking about a competition um eight or nine events whatever it is and uh you're asking about a workout like that, you have to look at it in the context of the rest of the workout. So now we know that's a four minute workout, basically, five minutes for the women. And for the um we just we had a I mean, I guess a two to four minute workout on the first day running up and down the hill. We had yesterday a workout that was rounds of things that took basically ninety seconds. So average it out, average amount of people did three rounds. And again, you're looking at five minutes of work. We have two Basically. workouts coming up both of which have a 6 minute time cap. So and they had allowed a 10 minute time cap here and no one even really needed uh, even needed more than 6 minutes except for one woman. So I would I think that it would have been a good opportunity for them to increase the weight or the reps to a point where the the average finisher was closer to 8 minutes because so far we don't have anything in that time domain
0: thought like a true mathematician. I want to point out something, how important the transitions are and how important it is to go fast. Ricky Garrard is in third place by one point, and yet he lost five points in that last workout by two-tenths of a second. So if he would have beat Caravass, if he would have just stumbled across the finish line two-tenths of a second faster, Ricky would be in uh, second place right now. And instead, he's in third place behind Jeffrey
1: Adler.
3: He actually made up a lot of points in that workout. Against a lot two. more, uh, Jeff. Well, f- Jeff, fifteen. I mean, that's a lot considering because they were it's, very.
1: It's third. It's, it's a third of the points available, really.
3: They didn't seem that far apart. I didn't expect him to make that big of a jump.
0: Uh, it's it's close, man. The men's competition is close. It, Lazar, Ricky, and Jeff are all
1: in it now. They they're all and and uh Lazar, you can almost <coughs> mark it down in pen is going to win the first part of the next couplet.
0: Is it is it Lazar or Lazar? I think the bike will be more important
1: than the toaster bar. Mark it down as a win for Lazar, John.
3: <laughs> okay, do you want to make a I'll make a I'll take the field and you can take Lazar or we can make a bet on something.
0: We're just minutes away from heat number one of event number six starting it looks like we're gonna get another chance to see Emma Lawson in this
1: heat. I don't oh they're not reseeding. gosh you know that was a long enough break where I think they could have reseated the athletes close to an hour after a three minute workout five minute workout but for sure
0: would an athlete rather be reseed or just keep
1: getting the same amount of rest i I think I would sacrifice the rest um I think it's an advantage to go in the last heat i mean you even if you think about what you just said about Ricky, if he was racing against Yorgos Scott down the finish line he, he, may, he probably beats him um but he was in that previous heat and he's racing a time it's a lot more difficult to do if you're in the first heat you're racing a ghost you don't even know uh what what you're really competing against. the women I have just started by the way
0: souza, can you get the stream up for the um go to the dubai uh, crossFit championship? YouTube station, boy, man, Roman looked big crossing the finish line after Ricky in that last <laughs> workout, didn't he? Is he twenty pounds? Does he have twenty pounds on Ricky?
1: I don't know. What, I don't know what Ricky's weighing these days, but I, it sounds like Roman's gained twenty pounds himself in the last.
3: Yeah, um, Ricky, Ricky's year. like one ninety.
1: Um, and I did. I was actually uh, between events. I spoke to someone who's out there in Dubai and talked about Roman for a little bit, and they said, "Yeah, man, he looks." Thick.
3: Which is he's been strength training. So I and I don't blame that's what he needed to do to cover up his holes because he had one hole and that was strength. And I think he's done a well good job. Even if it's hurt his endurance a little bit, I think he's done a good job of covering it.
0: Uh what what are we looking at here? What what's this event number six? Can you run us through it real quick?
1: Yeah, so this is the one that the athletes got to choose. So Technically, Andrea Nistler got to choose this workout out of six workouts that they gave her, but she deferred to the rest of the athletes there. And so they have twenty one fifteen nine echo bike calories and toes to bar, and then they have a at the seven minute mark, regardless of when they finish. Well, it's a six minute time cap, so if you're not done, you stop anyway. But at seven minutes, they're going to start a second couplet that's also twenty-one fifty-nine calories rowing and bar face burpees. So this is uh, I did these two workouts yesterday and. The first workout is, I think, is basically all about the bike. I'm expecting all the men and majority of the women to go unbroken throughout the toes to bar um, and then just be whoever can push the bike. Do you think Lazar is
3: going to bike better than Roman?
1: John, just watch.
3: Okay. All right. I have Roman.
1: What? Oh, okay. So they have to advance their little cone. Um, So there's a little execution error by Emma Lawson right there. Just cost her a few seconds. Why? What did she do? She oh, is he's, Got he's on getting the off the bike? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, that's tough. That's, that's not. Tough. I mean, it's tough, but you know, like they they obviously know they're supposed to do that. So you just have to remember.
0: Hey, so so what do you think about that? Should the judge tell her that? Does the judge tell her? Does the judge? It's his tell
1: responsibility you that? to tell her. Yeah, she's gonna say, "Move your cone. You can't get any calories, so you move your cone."
0: Well, she had already jumped on the bike. Either you're going to tell her in the right time or you're not going to tell her at all. Do you know what I mean? Like, what if he just wouldn't have told her and she just got fucking DQ'd?
1: I think How he's you- supposed to give her the opportunity to do it correctly. And as soon as she doesn't, then he course corrects.
0: All right. And that is what happened, I guess. And that did probably co- and that cost her five seconds.
5: Maybe.
0: Those are the kind of errors that you may have seen a young Sarah Sigmund's daughter make. And it's more than just losing five seconds; it's a mental trip too, right?
1: Um, certainly. You're like you know you're gonna just you, that's the type of thing where you'd be on the competition for and you say, "God, that was stupid," you know, and then you have to recover from it. So it looks like Julie Hugar, who has not had a great competition so far, she's been the furthest woman in Denmark before, is first to the toes to bar in round two here, and we're seeing the first round. Most of the women were pretty even. Now there's a little bit more strung out where the it looks like. Julie might even get off the rig before any uh, one of the other women gets back to the rig.
0: Did you see these new overlays, Sousa, that uh, Will made? Crazy, right? I mean, let me play with some of these.
3: So when these, when this event is over, the majority of the workouts will be under five minutes <sighs> that they have done more than half.
1: Yeah. And I mean, we, we've talked about on here before how, it just goes that way in competitions these days, like three to 10 minute workouts. You have to be good. Um, and once again, we have a competition here where about half of them are going to end up in that range.
0: Yeah. We're like a real show. Now we have a subscribe button.
1: Can't even believe So Julie Hugo is still in the lead. Going to the last set of toes to bar. It's only nine. Then they'll sprint on the floor. Emma Lawson and I think Rebecca Vittison are in the blue shirts. So it's just about who can cycle the toes bar faster. You see, Vidison's actually like pulling her legs down. Um, so I think she might end up a rep or two ahead. Yep, there it is. Someone
0: yeah. in the comments said that they have plaques now. I didn't see those. Where are those? They're up over the they're on the rig.
3: <laughs> Brian, you're you're ahead of the the stream a little bit. No,
1: I'm I'm watching on uh ours. So, I don't see any flags race to the finish there, but all the women under five minutes. So they'll have a oh, last, Oh, I guess there's still a couple out there still under five minutes. So they'll have uh, two minutes here to reset for the second part. And it's a, both, both events are worth a hundred points. So what, we're, what I'm curious about here is if there will be like, um, I was trying to see who made a finish, who's this finishing last. And maybe if there's someone who knows that they're, not that great on the bike, but they're really good at burpees if they're like, "Well, I'll just accept kind of a lower finish in the first one, and I'm going to really try to hard
3: on the rower because yeah.
1: I think uh i don't I think that this next workout's about the burpees, actually.
3: no, I know, but if you're really good at i I agree, but if you're really good at burpees, you would go hard on the rower did, and, did uh, we ever you know what I mean, like you see what I'm saying? because like, you took the bike easy.
0: Did we ever find out if someone, if what the payout is for
1: event wins? 3,000. 3,000, 2,000, 1,000, I believe.
0: It would be interesting to see if, uh, if you were one of the last place people just to do the minimum work requirement on that, uh, first workout and then crush that second workout. I think Pat Barber did something like that in the 2010 games.
1: It was the end one, like the end one end two end three, and he won the end three, but if, and it was very, it looked very impressive, but if you look back, he kind of, what sandbag the first two? He parts dogged
3: the first two just so he could win the f- last one.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it.
3: Did, did they get money for winning events back then?
0: I'm sure they got something. It was probably very little. Then they get um like a Panda, Panda Express. Panda box?
3: Express. The winner got that.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> that sounds right. And a wad of cash,
1: handful of cash. So I don't know about heat to heat, but I think that event to event, you will not see the same winners from event 6A to 6B Um, that where the first one I I think favors the bike a little bit, which favors the the heavier, powerful athlete. I think this is going to favor the lighter athlete that can can cycle the burpees. I don't think, I think that the rowing will be not negligible, but, uh, you know, a small range. Um, And then you'll see some athletes who are really good at bar facing burpees be able to make up, you know, 10 to 30 seconds on those.
3: I agree. I think somebody like Roman will win the first one. Brian's got Lazar, and then I think I I think like Ricky could win the the second one on the rower because it, it's more about athleticism. Just who's the fastest doing burpees?
1: Yeah, and like uh, you know, Ricky's a great pick for the second one for the men. Also, like someone like an uh, Alex Katushka type that's just like you know, quick, mo- fast moving, but still still able to hold his own on the rower. But for the girls here in this first heat what I'm really want to see is if, uh, like a Gilford daughter, you know, she's a very experienced and smaller athlete in general is able to do well against this heat when she finished last on the first one. And maybe she was just holding back a little bit.
0: Good. Good morning, Kevin. I don't think you even know what the word professional means just by you, um, asking that question. What do you say to that? What do I say to that? No, him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think he was pretty close. Will. There's Just no season.
1: comment, Brian. No. I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I was five or something, but I didn't have to do the transitions that they did in the running down the floor at the end. Um, trying I to see. Brian, what,
0: you didn't beat any of these women. What are you talking about?
1: I beat the time caps. So I was happy with that.
0: Yeah. 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 That's good. I think that's good too. That's awesome. <laughs>
1: So this would be, you know, this. I'm really pay attention here to what happened. Remember to Emma Lawson. They'll have to do their last burpee and then go move that cone. And this is the type of mistake you don't want to make, where you accidentally start running back to your rower because then you have to go back over the barbell twice more if you make that mistake. So looking for the first woman to finish.
3: I don't see anybody doing speed burpees though, which is kind of surprising to me.
1: What are speed burpees?
3: Um, where it's just up, down, over, up, down, over. Everybody's doing the step up, over.
1: I think I think that's Judge's hand in the air for Emma Lawson first again. Good. You're a good <laughs> dude, Kevin. You're a good dude. You're a good dude. Kevin Carnett, I did, uh, I've done commentary at Filthy150 on a couple of events, and I did it with Bill Grunler at Wadapalooza a year or two ago, but no one probably heard that because it was behind the Flow Elite paywall.
3: that's a powerful wall
0: speaking of flow elite uh, I I did see that waters of oblivion I saw that Wiltsy did get some sort of panda expressed and gone I can't tell if I'm happy happy for him or feel sorry for him
1: you know it'd be interesting to see how hard they're pulling here in the second round I think that you know this is the gut check round so you have to decide like do I have it or do I need to just hold back a little bit for that round of nine. But uh, it looked, I mean, it looks like they're putting a pretty good effort into every pull.
3: They're not separating as much as they did the first event.
1: Well, um, as of I right think, now. <laughs> I think one person is separating. Did, it, did anyone um, get pulled
0: out of the event last night while we were sleeping? Is Emma carry the only one.
1: Yeah. Everyone else uh, took the floor for the uh, event five this morning
0: that's pretty impressive okay we got a uh
1: what's impressive about that
0: i mean these guys are going hard these are cars going full speed this is like they're letting you know trying to let it the says, wheels fall it's actually it's
1: a good opportunity to talk about something that we've we mentioned in the build-up what, what dubai's done here this year is hopefully rewriting the script in terms of what kind of competition they run like they're get like The workouts are hard and the competition is challenging. And I think that the programming, by the time you see it all, is fairly well balanced. But they also have allowed for enough time for recovery and rest with this 4 p.m. start time, 4 p.m. start time. They had 30 hours between days one and two and 18 hours between days two and three. And that is, for athletes of this caliber, plenty of time to um, get everything in order to be able to execute again. So I think that actually the format here is great for the athletes to allow them rest and recovery, and therefore better performance on the floor, which I know that there's an element of testing them when they're fatigued or tired or not prepared or at different times of day that sometimes people like to do. And there's a place for that. But I think here we want to see the athletes at their best as much as possible. And the schedule this time is really giving us that opportunity.
0: You've mentioned over all the events we've done together, Brian, you, you've really emphasized uh, the difference between events that have like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16 events versus seven or eight events. And and I can hear it and I've always believed you, but now that we've done these two this year, I really, I see it. And it is, it is different to see it and witness it and to see
1: the difference, the difference in those outcomes. So Emma Lawson just won that heat, and I mean this. Uh, what I really, really hope now is that they reseed for the final because I want to see her go against the the top women and at well, least I one of them. My Gilfa daughter it.
3: got second in the heat, so she was holding back.
1: Now, who's watching the stream that's ahead, John?
3: <laughs> well, this one, this one's all <laughs> laggy. Regular YouTube's not laggy,
1: but that is a great point. So Ake was last in her heat in the first one, second in her heat in the second one, and don't be surprised if you see we don't may, may not necessarily know who that's going to be but if we see that happen in every heat or something similar to
3: it but sevon do you see the last nine burpees how they were going faster yeah i was just surprised nobody did that from the 21s
1: and i i think uh, did not all the women finish that right i'm not sure it was close you-
0: Brian, if you could add a workout to this or John, add a workout to this, uh, this weekend, what would you guys add?
3: Something in the 10 to 15 minute range, it'd probably be a rounds for time. And then you could just pick movements that you haven't done already.
1: Um, maybe, maybe something where barbell cycling is the limiting factor. I don't know that we've had that necessarily where we have had a heavy lift. We've had power output. I think the ring muscle ups were the factor in the last one primarily. Um, But I don't, you know, last time they had like that snatch, that really quick snatch workout. I don't know if we need to be that fast, but maybe something where I think
3: they could do like a clean pyramid, but you have to run 400 meters in between each set. So you could do 10 cleans at whatever weight, run 400 meters, and then eight cleans, run 400 meters, and it ends with two cleans. Maybe. At a, he- a heavyweight. They've never done that before. It's been a clean pyramid or it's just been like one lift. And I think that would be cool.
0: What percentage of these ladies are going to make it to the games this year? What percentage of these ladies are, are games caliber athletes?
1: In this first heat?
0: Ah, just in the whole field, in this field of 20.
1: Well, the obvious ones are Laura Horvath and Gabby Miguel. Like Those, are, I would say, are pretty much locks outside of – Extremely circumstances. Kristen Holter's retiring. Sam Briggs is going to go for it again one more time, but I think it's going to be tough for her. I mean, even with Kristen Holter out of the picture, it's still really difficult in Europe to make it with only 10 spots. Um,
3: I'd say five.
1: And then, you know, some of them, you know, Turi might make it. Sarah hopefully will be, you know, back and healthy enough to make it. Jacqueline Dawson will be in the mix. Emily Emily Rolfe Rolfe is a good candidate.
2: Yeah. And you
1: had Carl's like. But do you it have
0: a common theme of the reason why um, the 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 other fifteen won't make it, or is it a whole
1: variety? Some don't have no, John, I think come John's strong enough. I think John's low on his projection there. Because you know, you also have Emma Carey who is in this field that is probably good enough. <laughs> I'm
3: not I'm not thinking about the people that are withdrew the people competing.
1: Okay, and then you have um Manu Naganis and Evie Hollis, who were both sixth place at the semifinals last year in Europe, so they're right there knocking on the door. So I think that you could see half of this field make it to the games next year.
0: And the other half, What what's You're their crazy. limiting factor?
1: The limiting factors for the other half are that they're competing as a team, or they're retiring, or they're just not good enough. Uh, they're not but, good enough for a variety of reasons. Okay, so it's not one thing. It's
0: not like, hey, the the, over, the overwhelming number of them just aren't strong enough. It's just a whole smattering of of missing elements
3: no it's just it's just fitness it's just some people are fitter it's not just one thing and is the men's
0: competition tougher here in dubai or the women's competition
1: um i think they're i actually think they're very similar yeah. where you oh. basically have four people at the top that are well ahead of everyone else
0: and did you think that coming into the weekend or is your opinion changed
1: no, I mean, I, we basically thought that it would be Laura, Gabby, Kristen, maybe maybe Sarah Sigmund, so we weren't sure. And then we didn't know about Andrea Niss or Emma Carey. And honestly, I wasn't considering Sam Briggs for a podium spot this year. So she's been the surprise on the women's side um, for me. And then for the men, the top four guys right now are the exact four that I thought would be up there. And um, if there was a wild card, it was Willie George, just not knowing how he would be in his first competition back. He's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, so not too surprising at the top. Some of the guys in the, like the six through ten range, and some of the girls in that range are doing a little better than I expected.
0: Why isn't um, Jamie Simmons in this competition? Was she not invited?
1: <coughs> I would. I don't know. I would imagine um, she's at the top of the food chain, right? She, she had surgery
3: not too long ago.
1: Yeah, she took off. Or she had to. She didn't compete last year because of uh, injury and surgery, and I don't know. I haven't really checked in to see where she's at coming back, but she's there. She's supporting Elliot. All right, we got the second heat. Uh, Sam Briggs should crush
3: the
0: first one. Okay, John, get him, get him, get him, Brian, get him.
3: The biking and toes the to bar?
1: You have to be consistent, John. If you're going to call the power athlete to win for the men, you can't call the finesse athlete to win for the women.
3: Different reasons. I think, I think Briggs' toes the to bar are better than everybody else's.
1: And so are Lazar's.
3: Okay. All right, Brian. We'll see.
1: I'm just saying, be consistent. If Sam Briggs is going to win one of these workouts... Uh... Power,
3: power output does not matter as much for the women. No woman is out there crushing 100 RPMs. So it doesn't matter as much when Roman's out there and he goes 120 RPMs.
1: That's where we need Colton Mertens to chime in. We'll see.
3: Right. <laughs> but if everybody's at 90 at their max for the women, it doesn't make as much of a difference where Roman's going 120 and Lazar's going hundred.
0: Can I tell there's you a, how
3: go ahead? Sorry. There's a there's a bigger difference in that gap. For the women, it's I think it's more important who toast the bar the fastest. For the men, I think it's more important who bikes the fastest.
1: I'll take Laura Horvath here.
3: I mean, that's also a good call because she has the best advantage on the bike.
0: How beautiful is the stream today? <laughs> it's clearer than it was yesterday, right? Uh I, I mean, I mean, I mean their stream's the same. I mean the stream we're ripping off and inserting in here. It's less grainy.
1: Are we giving credit to Sousa for that?
0: No, no, his Sousa's computer shit, the bed. This is mine. This is my fucking God. You guys should see your computer
1: self. better not shit. The bed after uh, the money is spent on it. I mean, you, you someone spent on it. <laughs> right. Right.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, we, we haven't reached out to Christoph. We should get Christoph back on today. That's a good idea.
1: Uh, I asked him about uh, Jack and Sandbag yesterday, and he's like, "Dude, the thing just blew up." <laughs> I like stuff like that.
3: All right, so <laughs>
0: oh, I just got a confirmation for a podcast next week. That guy Dusty Tuckness uh, Souza, the 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 rodeo champion, he's
1: in. He's in.
3: So oh, let it's me a good day. let me ask you something, Brian.
1: Let me ask you something. Go ahead.
3: Okay, okay. Well do you want to ask me something or you want me to go? no,
1: you go. Look at
0: so, the wait, 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 real quick. Look at that rig shaking. Look at that rig shaking. Wow. I want to see that thing fold in on itself. Your
3: your thought process for the women is my thought process for the men. So why do you change that thought process the other way around?
1: I just don't think you're giving uh, Lazar credit for his capacity on the bike.
3: It's not about Lazar. It's the capacity I'm giving credit to for Roman. Yeah, and Roman's a great pick. I think he's going to finish second. (laughs) Well, I mean, Laura's murdering this one. That only makes me think Roman's going to do that well in the men's. Will I took down the quality?
0: I took down the quality just now to four from ten eighty to four twenty. Is that better? Is it less laggy? I'm not seeing any lag on my side. Are you guys seeing any lag?
3: I want to. Yeah, it's lagging on the stream. It's not lagging on YouTube, but it's lagging on ours.
1: In a second here, they're going to show Andrea Nissler biking, and this is a good lesson for people. See how her knees are going to the outside like that. You do not want to do that, and you'll probably see some people at your gym. But if you can keep your your knees more neutral over your toes that's gonna to be much probably better for your body overall if you're biking aggressively
0: and I to be honest with you I don't like the hip pivoting back and forth I don't think that's good for you either on the seat Barbara so, used to do that a lot Spieler used to do that I don't think it's good for
3: you I think Emily is in is Emily in the lead right now
1: I, I can't tell with the stream like this but I think it's well, the camera work you know
0: I've had to explain this on a few episodes. If I'm not talking, that means someone's interrupting me. It's your your paradigm of thinking is all fucked up, RB. But I'll help you out with that. I'll keep helping you.
1: Case, okay, so, uh, we, what do we have? Five minutes was the time to be here, John. No. Did we mark it down?
3: No, we didn't. So Emily. It's going to be Emily and Laura.
1: Yeah, and Emily Rolf won the running toes-to-bar workout at the games. It's obviously a very different time domain. That was 22 minutes or so. This is only four, but um, obviously she's very good at toes-to-bar, and she's – oh, wow.
3: What? Oh. Oh, oh, Sam Bricks.
1: No, no, not that.
3: <laughs> what, are, what are you, oh, wow
1: this sprint to the finish here between Laura and I can't tell if that's Sarah or Andrea.
3: Wait, they beat
0: the time from the previous heat by over a minute. I
3: think it's Andrea.
1: Yeah. I think, I think it was Andrea too. His hair looked just a little bit blonder and I think she's one lane for closer than Sarah. So Andrea Nisler and Laura Horvath, we think had a very close race to the finish there.
3: So if you go back and watch it, Andrea is ahead of her and then she like slows down and Laura like gets right even on the
1: run, on the run,
3: the sprint to the finish. And
1: if you remember back to the games this summer, there was a workout where Laura was crossing the finish line and someone chased her down and the crowd starts cheering and Laura starts raising her hands. Like she's saluting the crowd as this person just races past her. So maybe she got an opportunity to be on the other side of that in this one.
0: So the fastest time in this heat was over a minute faster than the
1: previous heat. I,
3: I don't. Know. I don't think
1: so. I think that I don't think so because I'll go back. To I you. think that John had said I didn't beat anyone on this workout from the first heat, and I was that was the
3: ring muscle up, ring muscle up thruster. No. Oh, you're talking about you?
1: Yeah. I think all the girls were under five minutes in the first, year, or at least under five fifteen. Um.
0: Wow, and Laura's already getting over to
3: a row or getting ready.
0: Oh, they start at six minutes. That's
1: seven minutes. Okay.
0: The winning
3: time was 427 for the first heat.
0: Are are the men doing the exact same thing? Same distance on the row? Same distance on the bike? Same? Mm hmm Okay. That's cool. We're going to get to compare apples to oranges.
1: It is cool. It's a little like, you know, they've had some slightly different time caps for men, for women. And it's interesting that they don't in this case when, you know, it's it's pretty obvious that the men have a higher capacity on the machines. And I don't think that there's the gymnastics is really high enough quantity to favor, uh, you know, the women over the men. So I, I could have seen a workout like this where the men's time cap was five and the women's was six or six and seven. But it seems like all the women can beat it anyway. And so I think it's going to work out. Okay.
0: And 517 was the record. It looks like according to this guy and Gershwin for the second one. Okay.
3: So the first four or five women that finished were all ahead of the first heat time for the bike one.
0: Hey, Will, is this thing still stuttering? Was it better that I lowered this to 480?
1: So I'm, I'm thinking that Sam Briggs is going to do better on this one than she did on the first one. Um,
3: (laughs) I think she overpaced the first one. Well. Oh. If you watch her on the twenty one, she wasn't trying to she wasn't killing it on the bike.
0: Is um is Matt O'Keefe gonna let us do this for Wadapalooza?
1: <laughs> he asked to uh, he actually asked if we were going to. Just He's- Just pirate their uh, stream. He really wants wants you to come to Miami.
3: It's free on YouTube, right? Say that again? Yeah. Waterpalooza is free on YouTube this year. Yes. It's the first year that it's free.
0: I'm just thinking that they would want to aggregate all the viewers onto their YouTube channel, and they wouldn't want us pirating it. But it would be really cool to not only pirate their stream, but send someone there with an iPhone and a little gimbal and just be doing interviews on the floor, our own special interviews. I mean, we could be doing that right now. Dubai should have given us the resources to do that. That would have been awesome. We could be bringing all sorts of post-event post, post uh, event interviews.
1: So let's see who's coming off the rower first here. It looks like most of the women are about the same. This Michaela is beyond Norman, who
3: burpees the fastest.
1: Yeah, so that's a good example. So Michaela Norman, it looked like we couldn't see the whole floor, was the first one off the row, but I do not expect her to be the first one done with these 21 burpees. It was actually like I was surprised. In the middle of this set of burpees, I was like, oh man, I don't even I don't know if I'm gonna hit the time cap in this workout. But there'll be some men and some women that can cruise through the burpees here, and I think we'll see a little bit more separation. Nisler,
3: I think Nistler's going. Is that Horvat in
0: lane
1: three, three up from the bottom? Her and Gabby are – I think Gabby's in the black pants and Laura's in the green.
3: Nissler and Holta are going the fastest right now on the burpees. I think this first round, everybody's going to be really close. When did Emma start separating? Was it the 15s? Yeah, she definitely pulled away the 15s. Sam
0: Briggs came off the burpees first.
1: Yeah.
3: And there she goes. Sarah's having a good pace. Seven just
1: got a message from someone offering to be your iPhone person at Wadapalooza. Oh, that's awesome.
3: Dang. Laura must have sold her soul in the first one. She is behind. Well, and this
1: I mean, this is what we talked about is that there is the potential, not just for someone to do great on the first one and not as or bad on the first one and good on the second one, but the other She's
3: way behind though. Yeah. I just figured three minutes would be enough to recover. I guess not.
0: Oh, someone Matt Burns is saying the lag sucks. It's I'm sorry, because I can't see it. I don't see a
3: lag. For me, it's smooth as shit. No, I got regular YouTube streaming right next to our video, Savon. Let me see if I can
0: uh I can lower the
3: quality even more, take it down to three sixty. How's
0: that? Too grainy.
1: What else, So these are you know, these are the type of workouts we talked about. I think we mentioned yesterday, like the ringer one, ringer two. Only we have more athletes in the field here. And what you're gonna see is Someone like Sam Briggs, who might do really, you know, below average on the first one, win the second one, or Laura Horvath win the first one, below average on the second one. But I'm looking at someone. I'm looking for the athlete that can take third and fourth, or second and fifth, and that's the athlete who's going to make up a lot of points on the field here.
3: And Briggs was she was like fourth, fourth or fifth on the first one. She was in that first group. (sighs)
0: Is that Gabby right there? We were seeing. Is that Magawa right yeah, there? Gabby's
1: in the towards the middle, white top, black pants. Oh, okay,
0: who's she's one, one lane. A,
1: Kristen Holt is in the red shirt. One lane away from us is Gabby Magawa. Okay, and then on the other side of her is is Laura. Oh
0: so that's Jacqueline Dolstrom in the gray pants with the ponytail.
1: Oh no, I got it wrong. Laura's in the the dark pants Laura's in last
3: place Laura's in last place the <laughs> one, oh so
0: oh my god so that was her coming off the rower she's, she's not ahead way of everyone behind. she's uh, way
3: behind I haven't seen somebody blow up like this in a while
0: yeah that's bad everyone was off and it, she was either way so we're looking
1: or so it behind. looks like a race here between Sam is McKenna. Kristen Holta Holta just beat Sam
3: is Briggs that second. Jacqueline Ballstrom on the outside there
1: uh Dahlstrom or Norm- Norman? Holta,
3: Holta was first. Holta and then Sam.
1: And it looks like Turi Helgadottir on the bottom of the screen is close to finishing. She was towards the back of the first workout. There's Norman beat Dahlstrom there on the outside. So great finish and bounce back for Michaela Norman. Dahlstrom with another good performance. These are past some of the times from the first heat, though. So there's a lot, of, a lot to be up in looks the like, air.
0: Looks like Emma Lawson took third, though. She'll climb even more. She's
1: Thank either I- third or fifth.
0: Do
3: you think, I think this event can make it possible for somebody to beat Laura? I don't think so, but no, of the she's a scoring system.
1: She's so she's got a hundred points in the first one. She's going to get a, at worst 49 points here. So that's 149. So you need to average, you know, all you have to do is average 75 to equal that. Um, yeah, there'll be so some girls that do that, but there won't be a lot of, that have much more than that. And she was coming in with a 35 point buffer.
2: Yeah.
0: I sure don't know, buddy. That. I don't know, buddy. I think John's on to something. Dude, Kristen Holta took first in that, and she's only thirty-four points behind Laura. She made those up right there, didn't
1: she? She may have made them all up there, but how many did she give away in the first one?
3: Oh I don't, gotcha, I don't gotcha, think gotcha, many. I gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If she was in that first group, she didn't. <laughs> We will have to see. Because like hey, five pers- women finished within like twenty seconds of each other, um, of the winner, and if Laura, if Holta was in that one, so that's not accurate. Why are they
0: putting that up? That's that's wow. not accurate.
1: These were the uh, these were the standings and points coming Four. into these two workouts. There are two hundred points available that we just saw, but we you know we don't have the results for that yet. So there's. Quite a bit of shifting that can happen when you have uh, back-to-back events that are both worth 100 points.
3: And like it wasn't 100 points. She got 95. Emily Rolf won Won the event. That's right. The first oh, one. she did? Either 95 or 90. I don't know between Nissler because Nissler was right there with her too, the sprint to the end on that first event, Laura. And then I'm looking when Holta finished.
0: Someone asked an interesting question here. Just because I haven't seen any no reps at this event, it said, "Did Briggs just make? Did Briggs's judge just make her do an extra rep? I haven't seen any no reps. Have you? It's it's similar to Rogue. They're pretty lenient on on that stuff here. Actually, that's not fair for me to say. I don't know if they're lenient or just everyone's really doing well here. I'm assuming it's lenient.
3: So Holta got around seventh. I don't. I don't know what it, it was. Around seventh. I don't know the le- exact placing, but around seventh on the first one. So,
1: so maybe maybe Jonathan is right. Let's say that that's. Let's say she got one hundred and seventy three points, and let's say Laura got. Let's say she did. She lost in this. Let's so say she got ninety and forty nine.
3: And That's worst case scenario.
1: So, 139 to 173 is exactly 34 points, which is exactly the amount of points she was behind. Ah, oh, so, be
3: so, so, best great case that scenario,
1: was. it could be tied going into the final between Holta and Horvath.
3: That would be exciting. That would be fun.
1: Do we know what the final event is yet? It's. On, I don't think it's been announced.
0: But you know what it is. Yes. Who wins it? Does Laura win it?
1: Yeah. I mean, oh, oh, compared to Holta, I would favor Laura. I don't know. Yeah, probably. We'll talk about that one later on. It'll make
3: it. you fun, though. It's, it'll be still be a fun race.
1: Yeah, and it'll be a fun event. I don't know how much time they'll have between the men's. Have they updated the men's leaderboard since event five? Yes, they have. They're going to come out fast, I think. Do you want to pull up the men's leaderboard heading into this event, Sevan? Because they they have updated it now. Yeah, maybe –
0: do you want to do that, Sousa, the men's leaderboard? And I'll just keep the stream going over here. Okay.
3: Since Lazar is uh, only 14 points away from third, do you think he has a shot at podium?
1: Oh, for sure. Um, You know, yeah. And he's got – I mean, he's in a situation where he has really nothing to lose. He's so far ahead of Willie George, 45 points or something. And he's not, I mean, he was fifth in this competition last time they had it. You know, he was ninth at the games. He probably wasn't happy with how Rogue went. This is an opportunity for him to, you know, get onto a podium at a at a high level competition. I know that's really important to him. So I'm expecting him to go pretty hard on, and try to get a lot of points on these two. The only problem for him. <laughs> is that the guys ahead of him aren't going to give anything away easily. I mean, Adler has proven now over several competitions that he might not be the best at any individual workout, but he's pretty steady across the board. Um, And so he's going to be in the mix, and it's hard to make up a lot of points on him. Ricky, Ricky's the one I'm watching here because he's, you know. Ricky should
3: do good in both of these. You would think maybe the Viking one just because it's more of a power output, but I still think he should do good in both of them.
1: Yeah. The, you know, the, the, the problem with a workout like this is if you go for it on the bike to try to get two extra spots, it it can, it can affect you. We saw how Laura was completely incapable of recovering from that apparently. Um, And Ricky's the guy that uh, even though he's got, you know, it's been, he doesn't have a lot of competition experience and knowing yourself in competition here can matter. Check like that kind of gut check I talked about in the rounds of 15. You have to ask yourself the question, what's the price that I pay for going this hard compared to this hard? So he's I think this is a you know a good opportunity us for us to see how he manages that in an environment where just like Lazar wants. I mean, obviously Ricky wants a podium this weekend. So
3: he does seem like the type that'll just send it on the first one and just trust his ability to recover. The morning chalk up uh, leaderboard is
0: is prettier than the uh, competition corners.
3: I kind of look for Jeff. I'm. It'd be interesting to see if he's conservative on this first one, Jeff Adler.
1: It probably has a lag though. Right, Adler might do what Kristen Holt did. He might take a you know seventh to tenth and follow it up with a top three.
3: That's probably the, his smartest play.
1: Yeah, but it's tough. And and um, these workouts, both of these workouts, there's the p- propensity for someone from this first seed. If you go back to the stream, they have the um, first seed of men listed up there. And we see guys like um, that you might not, you know, they're, they're obviously not a factor for podium or top five in the, uh, in the competition overall. But on these workouts, as we've talked about the scoring, if you can place in the top six, it's really valuable. And that, let's just say that a Fabian Benito, and, and maybe Mahmoud or Mohamed al like burned this first workout down and put up some good times, or Luka Jukic or something like that. Suddenly, those guys in the second heat are saying, wow, I mean, those times were fast. I know there's a couple guys in my heat are fast. I have to go a little harder than I thought.
0: Hey, uh, Luka's got to be proud that he's beaten Houdet. That's a good sign. I mean, he's got he's to look for something positive. It's a tough field.
1: Yeah. uh, You know, Luka Jukic is, uh, he's really young. He's 22. This is his first, like, you know, really his first season off season combination where he's a factor. He's getting invited to these competitions. Um, I know that he would have loved to have made the top 20 at the games this year. He didn't, but that's not a, like, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Sometimes you have to have those little setbacks. This is a good opportunity for him to say, um, to show that on the last day of a competition like this, he's still fresh or even maybe, um, getting better compared to some of the other guys, so I think he's got a lot to prove right here. I think that on at least one of these workouts, he'll be in the top five.
0: It is. It, go, go ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, John. Okay, well, I was going to say it, it. Anyone who's here who hasn't been to the games, who's putting it to Sam Stewart or Houdet or Luca, I mean, I mean, it's it's a victory even if you don't win it. There is. Who are you there talking is, about though? I,
1: I don't know. I don't know who. I. It doesn't look like there is anyone. Has Elliot Simmons ever been to the games? Yeah. I, I, and, and I guess Bronislaus, he has been to the games, but it was in 2019 where everyone was allowed to go. And then the next guys down that haven't are Catullus, Montilla, and Moraquino, But the only one of the guys you mentioned they're ahead of is Sam Stewart. I guess all, all I'm saying is is that there is a. It, it's and not actually, just I about. Actually, Simon Montilla also did go to the games in 2019.
6: All right. Did then Gervis, Lucas, then Gervis Lucas Gervis should kill the himself. Then Lucas should
1: kill himself. I'm sorry. He's ahead of all those guys, though.
3: No, but he's then, not. Did did Karavis go to the games in 2019? Oh, he is. In
1: 2019?
3: or oh, Was that Lefteris, the <laughs> Afonitis, the steroid guy? I think that's the guy who went in 2019, right?
1: Yeah, and he finished like 70-something. Yeah.
3: yeah.
1: Oh, did we see, was it Luka Jukic off the bike first in that first round? I think so. There's two guys with white shirts in the middle of the floor, but I thought it was Luca, not Yorgos. And this, I mean. I
3: feel like. Sam Stewart's, every-
0: Stewart's wearing something that looks like Daniel Brandon would wear.
3: What is that shirt? It needs wearing, to be shorter
0: but- or longer. You can't be
1: just <laughs> stuck in the middle there like that.
3: Yeah, there's Luca.
1: So he's out to the lead here in the first round. Pretty significant lead through just one round. Mm-hmm. And this is the type of thing where he's probably thinking to himself, I have to put up a good score because the second heat is coming and so he's he, he's like beating these guys is at this point is not what he's thinking about he's thinking about getting the fastest possible time.
2: I if, wonder um,
1: you know Lazar won that toe to bar so you saw Emily Rolf did really well on this workout she won the toe to bar running workout at the games Lazar won it for the men but he had said that his brother was kind of uh, injured or not feeling his best coming into that workout and that in a different circumstance Luca could beat him on that so knowing that about Emily Rolf Lazar and what he said about Luca, this is a workout that does set up for him, I think.
3: I wonder if Lazar watches Luca do events and if Luca does well, he's like, "Okay, I know I'll do well." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really similar
1: um body types. Uh Daniel,
0: I I've been bugging Josh a lot lately. Um we're going to have we're going to have Eddie Penny back on. That's the Seal Team 6 operator who is we had on a couple weeks ago on the seven podcast i'm trying to get a podcast going with josh and eddie at the same time so we'll see for a while josh was real gung-ho just bang him in the dms and tell him to get back on i know he wants to but but i think his life is pretty impacted right now Does tolo take last
1: I mean Luca almost lapped someone in this heat in this
3: heat. Do you think do you think Tola is demoralized after a competition like this?
1: That is a good question. And I'm a little demoralized by what I've seen from him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I mean, I was I projected him to take fifth place overall at this competition I know, based I, on the conversations I've been having with people, the work that I know he's been doing. But um, watch, watch how this uh, ends up finishing up. So we saw Luka Jukic put up a really fast time. If anyone c- caught his time there, they let us know. I was watching something else, but I think it was two twenty-ish, something like that. And towards the end of this heat, we had Tola, and I think also Alex Katusa. Yeah, here is struggling on this one. I expect Alex to be the guy who has the fl- the inverse uh, performance on the second event. I think that he'll be top three in his heat on this next event, if not win it. After taking uh, probably last on this one, Toll's got the curse of the
0: demo team, man. Once you see someone on the CrossFit Games demo, demo team, you can write them off. Paul Tremley, Allison Scuds, Taylor Self. I mean, it, he, couldn't even, he, right he couldn't even hang on the demo team. He got folded in half at the right. So,
3: Lucas' time was 304.
1: 304. Yeah. Okay. That makes me
3: feel better. Yeah, you said two twenty. I'm like, no, Brian.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking. Is that yeah, so? It, so, it, what was the record? Did Luca win that? Who won that?
3: He won that. He won that. He. It was three o four. Okay, but three minutes. So he's gonna have four minutes to recover. And my when we talked about this earlier, if if you can finish this event fast enough, a one to one recovery, you should feel fine especially guys that are this fit.
0: What about Travis Mayer? What about Travis? Mayer? Oh, it was Travis Mayer. Was he on the, de- Oh, you're right. He was on the demo team. Holy cow. Do you remember what year that was? I don't 2017.
1: Uh, I think it was 2018. Um, Cause I remember, I remember that they had him do the parallette handstand walk live on the cover on CBS as a demo that year. Um, did he eat 20, shit or did he do it?
3: 2018.
1: No, no. <laughs> is that the year they had that? I think it was.
3: That was the year they had that. Yeah.
1: And since then, you know, he's made the games every year. He's finished 12th, 19th and 12th.
3: Go Travis. <laughs>
0: Colton Mertens is gonna end up on the demo team. That's bad.
3: Are That's you surprised go. Laura fell off so hard? Yes. I am I sorry. wouldn't I wouldn't
1: have been surprised with the 10th place finish, but I think she got last. Or st- like bottom three. She I, got, she got,
3: I think she got second to last. So I went back and looked and see if anybody was ahead of her. There was one girl that was still <laughs> on the rower Um I am too. <laughs>
1: Dude, what if Kristen Holta wins this competition?
3: That'd be a great walk off. She should stop, <laughs> she should stop doing competitions and just retire. I feel like Laura would be demoralized if that happened. If the handstand push up event was not the reason she lost, then I and mean, then it's just a fitness thing.
0: Shit, I lost the leaderboard. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. <laughs>
1: Who you got on this one between Lazar Dukic who took first in that one and Alex Catullis, who took last?
3: Luka Dukic.
1: Luka, excuse me, yeah.
3: Um I think it'll be closer than you think. Okay. I, I I don't disagree. I don't disagree <laughs> with you. I don't I don't disagree with you. I think Alex will do he probably will win, but I bet it's closer than you think. Yeah,
1: you know, you think about the women. Um the last heat of women, I thought was a really good. Example of this, this particular couplet, the rowing and burpees is nice because you saw the top four women was Kristen Holta and Sam Briggs who have, although they're both have good engines, but different body types, one's a l- much longer than the other. And then another close race for third and fourth at that heat between Michaela Norman, very long and Jack and Dahlstrom, who's lighter and leaner. So it could be one of those where, you know, it's not necessarily the bigger or the smaller athlete. Um, this is a good, just a good overall test.
0: When's the final event? Did they give us a the time?
1: <sighs> they did post a time. I can't remember. Oh, I actually think a picture of it so I could pull that up easily for you. 720. Oh, awesome. That's Pacific Standard Time? That's Pacific Standard Time and Gulf Coast time. It just have to change the AM to a PM.
3: So oh, it's in it's it's in fifty minutes. So that it's is. almost almost right after this one.
1: And what's the time cap on that? Well, they haven't announced any parts of the workout, as far as I know, yet. Although, if someone wants about? to, you already admitted that you knew what it was.
0: Yeah. What's the time cap on that one? I have sixty-five seen minutes. Oh, please tell me you're joking! I would kidding. love. That. I'm just.
3: I'm just kidding. I'd it's, love for this to be over
0: by eight thirty, and I could go to my kids' tennis.
1: It's at Atlanta, actually.
3: At Atlanta, yep. <laughs> That's actually a very tight time cap then for that workout.
1: Yes, it is. I saw a guy at my gym do it with a weight vest under an hour and it was crazy. I couldn't believe that.
3: I it's it's thirty out? minutes just to do the pull ups. I was like, this is ridiculous.
0: <laughs> oh, is that the one that from the games uh at the ranch? Yeah. That last one. Yeah, that was yeah.
1: nuts. So buckle up, Savan, because we are doing two heats of that.
0: Two oh, heats of that no. Atlanta.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> please no.
3: For for men and women. What What is the
1: longest time? So who's in, the, who's in the lead here after the first round? That is Alex Katulis, isn't it?
3: Yeah. Or Pat Barber, I can't tell.
1: I don't think Pat Barber's
0: here.
3: I'm j- I was a joke, so. Huh?
0: I know mine was a joke, too, John.
3: Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he looks, I mean, look, he looks composed. I think that he knew what was coming here and i think he just basically just finished the first workout knowing that he had a chance to win this workout Cthulhu.
3: yeah i mean if you have a chance for $3000 it's smart it's smart to do that
1: it not yeah not only not only the money but if you're even just from a points perspective like taking a first and a last is better than taking a 12th and a 12th yeah he's all alone
3: no he's ahead by a lot yeah look
1: at how fast his burpees are so these are the speed burpees that john was talking about and he's been doing this from the start
3: and I was surprised to know, but none of the women did that. It, that just these are sprint workouts. I just figured everybody would.
1: <clears throat> yes, but con- consider what also what you said is that the amount of time to recover was one to two minutes less for the women. The amount of output required on the row is is more for the women. So even though the workouts are identical, the feel of them could be a little bit different, male to female.
3: Yeah, very. True. Oh, two
0: second error, maybe three seconds. He forgot to move his cone, and then when he did move his cone, he dropped it.
3: If he loses the event by one second, he's going to be really mad. One second,
0: $1,000?
3: $1,000 for one second.
1: When you push that hard, it's stupid to make those kind of mistakes. I mean, that's it was two-tenths of a second for $1,000 for Ricky Garrard in the last (laughs) event, and that's the type of thing when you see people running across the finish line. I think it –
3: Gosh, he's ahead by a lot. Yeah, yeah so we should bucks. track his That's time supplements here.
0: for a month. That's supplements for a month.
3: But if you tell, if you can see, you see his burpees here. He's not rowing faster than the field, like extremely fast in the field. It's just these burpees that making up that are making up all the time.
1: you say Lucas time in the first part was three oh four? Yes. Okay, so three oh four and about four. So he should be sprinting to the line here, man.
3: Yeah, you should have.
1: 421, 422, something like that. And he did it. And it looks like there's going to be a. Yeah, so now we've got a close race in the middle there between Luca and Yorgos. I think Luca's fur, uh, further away from us. Oh. Yeah, Luca's in the, ble- the darker shorts. This is really close.
3: Oh, Luca said he won. Oh.
1: Yeah, I think he did.
3: And what was his time?
1: 445 ish.
3: Okay. So we got four twenty-two and then four forty-five. But that these uh, dudes yeah. are wounded. These dudes are wounded at the finish line. I mean it's two it's two four minute sprints. That's a long sprint.
1: According to Hinshaw, anything over three minutes, you have must pace it. And they're not. This um so that was a really good back to back workouts for luka jukic first in your heat second in your heat mm-hmm. um you know even if some guys beat that from from the second you're talking about probably something like you know fourth and eighth place finishes uh, that that'll go a long way in terms of propelling him into the top 10 hopefully heading into the last workout
3: So
0: we are 45, 46 minutes away.
1: Well, we got one more heat to go.
3: Yeah, we got the top guys. So I, I got Roman in this first one and Ricky in the second one. Brian, who do you got? You got Lazar in the first one and who in the second one?
1: Catullus, I already told you.
3: That's going to be the winning time, what he did?
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. But if you wanted me to pick someone from the second Heat. That's not Ricky. I, I do think like Ricky is the pick for the second heat uh, for the second workout. But if I was gonna pick someone else, I would go with Adler.
3: I think Adler. Yeah. Okay. And then Sevon, who do you think?
1: <laughs> I
0: think those cones are too small. I agree. <laughs> I like that. I like it. And they're the wrong color. I mean, I know they match the rest of the shit in the stadium, but we need to see them as the viewer. It's just so funny. I have, funny. No, like I have it's, no idea. I fell asleep 30 minutes ago. I, I have no business getting up at 3:50 in the morning. I just, I'm just reading the comments. I just like it when people talk shit about me. Sevon's talking to himself. I like it. I like all the analysis of you guys bickering or like, just all the people in my DMs are like, man, the tension between you and Brian or I can't believe John said this or I can't believe Brian said this or you should just kill yourself, Sevon. You don't contribute shit. It's just
1: like, dude, I just
0: love that shit. I'm like,
1: <laughs> wow. They don't, you know, the people who think that you're not contributing anything obviously have not watched um, the movie about Ray Kroc. They haven't. They haven't ta- asked their
0: mom what I contribute. They need to go over talk to their mom.
1: <laughs> okay. I was saying, you know, the, the value of a name goes a long way. Mm-hmm. The John podcast is, just doesn't going to cut it.
3: Is, no. is, I, I have 700 followers, Savon. That's what I'm bringing to the table. And 70,
1: hey. and 70 million people with your same first name. And, yeah. But you probably
0: get and last so name,
3: probably,
1: <laughs> and people think you're Korean. Um, th-
0: the thing is, is that I th- I might as well have a hundred followers because of my shadow man. By the way, did you see the they the, the Dave Castro is now shadow man? Try finding for what? What did he under. get? What did he get
1: shadow man for? Killing he's pigs? Got,
0: yeah, killing pigs. But what's even crazier is he kills those pigs and gives that food to people who need that food. Is that
1: really what? He, why you he got shadow man for hunting yeah, I, stuff? I,
0: all
3: of a sudden, he shadow man. for affiliating
1: with uh, Greg Glassman? Or maybe whatever if
3: that's the sure. case Col- colton Merton's better be careful what he puts on Instagram then
0: <laughs> i know how about how about tyson tyson foods or whatever the, the company he kills pigs for
3: yeah hey seven can you tell dave to to unblock me oh you're blocked he he <laughs> blocked me like a couple of years ago
0: <laughs> oh i'm gonna have to block you too bye <sighs> Uh, you must've said something crazy. That's this.
3: Yeah. I, I don't even, I don't, cause I don't even, I never say anything. John is a very deep. contentious man. I think I <laughs> my was mom
0: just, said you contributed shit. All right. All right. All right. I'll have a talk with her.
3: I think I just said something critical about a time cap or something. And, uh, thank you, RB. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs>
0: I mean, I like it that people are
1: invested. I like the analysis. I like the comments. I mean, shit. Sneaky pick to watch in this first workout here is Henrik Hapalainen. I had someone from um, Finland message me and inform me that any Finnish name, the emphasis is on the first syllable.
0: So I had it right. Henrik (laughs) Hapalainen.
1: You did so great last time with his name.
0: Even though you had to help me read, I wanted to call it hapalinen. Hapalinan. Hapalinen. And I bet you I bet you people at home don't call him Ricky Garrard either. I hope I bet you it's like in Australia it's like Rippy Garrard.
1: You got it all wrong.
3: Dang. Hey, guess what Craig Ritchie just snatched, Brian?
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he's snatching close to two seventy five.
3: Three thirty. What?
1: Three thirty?
3: Yeah, you haven't been. He's he's just doing weightlifting now. I don't. I,
1: yeah, I haven't been paying attention to him too much. That's
0: a three. That's three thirty.
3: Three thirty. That's crazy, right? Good for him.
0: What's crazier that he snatches three thirty or that anyone watches his videos? Every time I go to this fucker, it's all fucking clickbait. And every time I go over there, it's like, have you heard about Sarah Sigmund's daughter? And the video is 12 minutes long and it's 11 minutes of him jerking off in his house. And then like 30 seconds, like Sarah brushed her teeth today. I'm like, oh, my God, I fell for it again. No, I agree completely. But I I, I keep up with my Instagram. And now I'll tell you this, Nate, you're on the same fucking path, dude. You're on the same fucking path as that knucklehead. One thing is I, I I don't want to watch you work out. At least the guy at least the guy in um in from South Africa or whatever, Wiki, at least he's handsome.
1: Wiki? Oh, week, oh
0: Wicks Wicks from, yeah, a, whatever from Australia. Like, yeah, that old bald dude. Yeah, I like him. I at least I like
1: looking at him. All right, they are sending it on this bike
0: for a second. Oh, let's
3: go, Roman.
0: Yeah, all those dudes, all those dudes, all those fucking knuckles, and 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 and, and Marsden and Heber do the same thing, but at least the uh oh, do you got oh that is that my stream, or I don't your think stream? So. Okay, I'll stop pouting for a second. Uh whose stream is that? John, is yours playing?
3: Um, yes, I got cursed. Oh, I stand. I'm sorry. I stand corrected. That was that was just clean and jerk. It was 290. Sorry.
0: <laughs> Either way, it's impressive. He deserves a, a pat on the back for it.
3: Who's in the lead? Can we? Do we know who's in the lead?
1: Oh, okay. It looks like this is caught up. There's a. It's a pretty close between three or four guys. I think. Hapalainen it's Lazar.
3: is sending it.
1: Yeah, I think it's Lazar Hapalainen and Roman, which are the three guys that we were keying in on coming in. Ricky's up there too. Um, I just think that compared to these three guys, Ricky's not going to quite have it on the bike, dude. But-
0: Hapilainen is doing. I've Hapalainen. never seen anyone. I've never seen anyone
1: ride a bike like that.
3: That was crazy.
0: So okay, looks he's like- going for it. He's really going for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah Lazar
3: I- is right there though.
1: Right there, where?
3: With Line? ahead of who? He is currently ahead of Roman Krennica.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: I cannot believe Hapalainen. That was nuts. It looked like it was sped up. He looked like Frankenstein. Listen,
3: listen. Where is Hapalainen from? Finland. He's basically a Finland Roman. Okay, so
1: that's Miko Salo two No, no, he's a uh, Hapalainen's. A, I think he's a pretty big dude. I mean, you know, three or four inches taller than Miko.
0: Where is he on the screen? I don't see him. Is he back on the He's bike? near the
1: top. He's near the top. He's in a white shirt. There, he's getting off the bike there in the background. Um, nine toes to barge. Lazar is going to be right behind him. They're both chasing down Lucas time of 3.04. I think they'll both beat that. It'll be closer between Roman and that. So Man. hopefully they stay here on the screen. Wait I for think-
3: Hapa and-
1: Oh, he's doing run. it. He's doing it. So that'll be an event win for him.
3: And there's Lazar. Where's Lazar? And there's Roman. Oh, Roman and Ricky?
1: Lazar, second. 258. Roman and Ricky, I think, are. Oh, that's So that's really tight with Lucas. So your top five will be Henrik, Lazar, and then Roman, Ricky, and Lazar, and Luka Jukic, all in some combination in a third, mm-hmm. fourth, and fifth spot. The uh, only person
3: this hurts is Jeff Adler.
1: Well, has he but come we'll across see. yet?
3: I, don't, I haven't seen him.
1: Who's that in red right there? Elliot Simmons. Simmons,
3: Willie George. Oh,
0: dude, 11. Oh, point, man. 11 points between Horvat and Kristen Holta. There Adler is.
3: this update. This updated. <laughs> yeah. So that hurt Adler a lot unless they all die. And he does amazing on this next one.
0: Holta went third and 17th.
1: No, Horvat did.
3: Oh yeah, what did I say? Yeah, Horvat. Yeah, sorry. So it was, it was almost worst case scenario then.
1: Third, yeah, she. So third was the worst that she could have possibly done on that, and seventeenth was the second worst. so You were right about that one. Holta did one spot worse than we thought on the first one. She got eighth, and then she got second.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: To oh, so Sam clipped her on that on that one. So it was actually was kind of worst case for both of them relative to what we w- weren't it still sure helps about.
3: Holta, Holta has a shot.
1: Yeah, but if she takes one spot higher on each, then she's only like five, eight, uh, and she'd only be two points back. So either way, eleven points. Um, she has is, to beat her by three places, right?
3: Two, two spots.
1: Depending on no, no three, low. three,
3: three. That's yeah.
1: assuming that they're in the top six, which we can, I think, we can assume. So big. Wait, wait
0: why do you say the top six? Because then Sam would Sam could take them?
1: No, there's smaller points between places as you go further down the leaderboard so if they were ah, 10th and 13th it ah. wouldn't be enough points okay but if thank they you. were third and sixth, it is enough points
0: and um, you're saying that you know this workout and it looks good for laura i would think
3: so but uh you know you gotta, is not gonna is not gonna be bad at it though like she could send it and be right there yeah well
1: let's talk about that one in a minute so here we have uh the men have ample opportunity. Like we know to rest and recover here. They still have almost two minutes before the next workout starts. Some of them have been done for two minutes. And what we're really, I think what we're really looking for here is can Adler basically do what Catulus did? So he didn't have a last place finish in that workout. You know, he's probably going to be, I'm thinking 10th to 12th overall, but uh, he's going to need to back that up with basically a top three finish at worst. Um, Otherwise
3: I guarantee you he wants to beat Ricky.
1: Yeah, for sure. But, but it's not, but at this point, it's not even only Ricky because Lazar also just had a top finish, you know, a, a second place finish there. And the 15 points he was behind are wiped away. Like heading into this next workout, both Lazar and Ricky have now overtaken Adler in terms of points. So he needs to basically punch back. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's going to be fun watching a ha- line in now did you see him shaking out his legs as he walked across i hope that was him shaking out his legs either that or he's walking really funny now
1: this will be in, this is going to be i think this heat this event this workout in this heat is going to be real tight between about 5 guys
3: and what was the time that we said
1: for this one upcoming is 4:21 and then a big drop off to 4:45 so right but i kind of think that the top 5 guys here are all going to come in between those two times it, 420
3: like like
1: and 4:45 yeah i think atulis was so slow on the first one that i don't know if anyone can match his output on this one so i think that i think that time's going to win but i think that five men in the seat will finish ahead of luka jukic's
3: 4:45 just cuz that that first seat's just not
0: as fit i kind of missed that but are you saying that tulis gamed it
1: yeah, he gave I Yeah, I think so. And and we talked about for the money, for the points. Like it made sense for him. He sees a workout with like that, where everyone's coming off of killing themselves on the bike, and and that's basically for him. It was a bur- He fastest. went on the burpees. Yeah, he went on the burpees, and I would say he did exactly what I would have done if I was him in this case too. Do you like all the um, whoopy lives, Savan? You can see the heart rates of the athletes.
0: I unfortunately do like it. <laughs> I know it's just complete horseship, but I, but I enjoy it. I enjoy like, I like them all contextualized within each other. I did get really excited when we saw someone's heartbeat hit 200 yesterday. Oh, dang like, Holy shit,
1: man. So, okay. So this is a, a, another guy who did not do great on the first part of this back to back workout. And he He's just wrote 21,
3: everybody,
1: 21 calories in 41 seconds. Roman, who's amongst the best rowers, if not the best rower in CrossFit, was 10 seconds behind that. But even basic, like entry-level CrossFit coaches can tell you that going 10 seconds faster on a rower is not always the best idea. <laughs> so let's see. Maybe Simon Montiel knows his, his pace and strategy here really well, but it's very possible that that was too fast.
3: Well, he also could have gamed it. We weren't watching him in the first heat. He could have oh, just like, like sure. Cthulhu's.
1: But sometimes you can game that and come out and still overdo it on the roll. Like maybe if he backs off five seconds there, like look how hard these burpees are already looking for him. Yeah. yeah. I would say that he's – I don't think he's going to hold on to the space. I
0: think they he should have rolled. don't look wrote,
3: any harder than everybody else.
0: Oh, he's turning into concrete, dude. Look at him. He's snaking. He's doing
1: burpees ready to, like a girl.
0: Yeah,
3: but if he can get through the 15 still in the lead, what's not he'll win.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe. Will's what's not good right here is that he both Roman, both Roman and Lazar are ahead of Adler. So yeah, Adler, Adler
3: doesn't look good.
1: Yeah, this is a this is a problem for him in terms of podium finishes. I mean, Roman and Lazar are putting the pedal to the metal on these workouts. Ricky is struggling here too, compared to what we thought.
3: So, but so but I mean, if Adler's also struggling, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I uh, Lazar could be second place.
0: That's right. Did you see what Adler was doing? He's jumping over the bar and then doing a burpee. He's losing a split second where the other guys are jumping over into the burpee, and that he's
1: taken that little rest. He's lost that mental edge. So Simone's still in the lead going into this set of fifteen burpees, and I think well, John's right. I mean,
3: has died. He, these are the <laughs> slowest burpees.
0: Dude, he's just getting through the workout. He looks yeah. like he's in an affiliate. He looks oh like he's my an affiliate.
3: Sevon, you would beat him at this workout
0: if Holy you just shit. down there. Holy shit. Oh, man. <laughs> hey. So Roman, oh.
3: Roman's killing him on these burpees. This is Roman's.
1: Yeah, and look, I mean, Montilla, even if Montilla doesn't hold on and beat Roman, he still might take a, a good finish on this workout. But I'm, I'm going to stick by what I said. I think he could have conserved about five seconds on that first row and had an overall better performance in this couplet. And it I is see. so Roman. I mean, Romans finished. Romans passed him here, and Lazar is probably going to be one or two calories behind him. Um, I mean, Lazar looks really fresh relative to Simone, at least on the running portion.
2: Oh, here Hapalinen, we can actually see.
1: So Roman's yeah, sixteen seven. I'm he's going to get up to like eighteen hundred to two thousand. That was probably the first couple pulls.
3: Happelinen is getting lapped.
1: <laughs> wow, that's tough. I can't believe you didn't take the opportunity there, John lap a line.
5: line oh my god
1: <laughs> okay this is a race to the finish between roman and simone but, but and
3: see he's got a kick
0: come on show the whole floor it's the guy on the far end
3: Roman. one of the ahead. guys in the
1: middle yep there goes roman
3: yep Ooh. but and, and i like if you think about it and he's that smiling is- dude that is the best that Mantilla could have hoped for. You know what I mean? When is no, I disagree. To... I
1: think if he would have gone five seconds slower on the first row, that he could have beat Roman on that workout.
3: I don't,
1: I don't think I, st- so I, I don't think he's going to be upset with the second place Oh, there.
3: hey, hey, Lazar came like right after Cthulhu's time.
1: Yeah, so I was wrong. And both Roman and Simone beat Cthulhu's time. Alex will finish third. Lazaro finished finish fourth. And I think that was Elliot Simmons coming in in fifth. And now we're looking at 445 as the next we're, finisher we're the first for first We're
3: looking for Ricky and Jeff.
1: So these guys coming in on the bottom are Ricky. all going to be right there. 445 passed. We Yeah, Ricky beat Jeff. Adler is not going to be in a podium position. No. I'm not sure how Willie George did, but Adler did oh. so poorly on those two workouts that um, Willie might be close to him even for the fourth spot. Uh, Dude, watch when Hapa
0: Linen stands up. He's like a newborn horse. Like his legs aren't even working.
3: But he just made $3,000. They
0: don't even bend. Look, at he just pivots at the
3: – oh, my God, that looks
0: painful. He's seasoned up. He just pivots at the hip. Do you see that? He has to drag his legs up. Like he's like that dude in Forrest Gump, the Bubba Shrimp guy. Look at – oh, my goodness. He's broken, dude.
3: Oh, man. He's still got to go back and row. That was his set of 15. He's
0: not rowing anything. He's just getting time-capped. that's the way Colton Mertens looked in the uh, the the wall climbs at the games. Like he just didn't pivot. <laughs> he just his what do you think about this face good right job, here?
3: Apple yeah, He job. doesn't even
0: articulate. Oh, I would just be yelling at him. That's an embarrassment. I'm not okay with that. Come on,
1: man.
3: He sipped it on that first one. It was everything he had.
1: I hear you. Well, this. I mean, that's a. It, perfect example of what we said could happen and it could happen in either direction have a, a bad first one and a good second one or a good so, first one and a bad so second.
3: roman in that got third and first correct
0: hey that just goes to show you you can't you he was can't, right after
3: lazar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i want i want everybody to think about this roman got third and first everybody else did really good and one except lazar did pretty well in both of them what did did get? Second, second and, and fourth, I think. So Lazar got second and fourth, and Roman got uh, first and third. Everybody else did pretty good in one and really bad in the other.
0: It's a great point. And I, I, I was going to say that it's impossible to do that, and, and you got you got your, your piece out first. Because just look, if you sell out, even if you're a world-class fucking CrossFitter like Hapalainen, three minutes isn't enough to recover like we just saw it just not
1: no and we and you know and we've we've seen it's not but the the thought about it being impossible is not true we've seen it done before we've seen fraser do it in ringer one and ringer two he got second first and he was only a few seconds behind newberry in the first one and newberry did what happened did on the second one he just completely imploded
3: and if somebody sells their soul you can't you can't beat them and then expect to still win the second one because you would have to sell your soul to beat them
1: and this is, but this is the, like, at the highest level of fitness, this is what separates the Frasers, um, the Tomies, and in this case the Krenikovs from the rest of the field. Is mm-hmm. the quick ability to recover, and in this case, it's really fast—three minutes. But some, but even now, you have an hour before you have to go again on maybe a difficult, high skill, heavy, you know, whatever the test ends up being, and that ability—not not to do it's, that it's workout. Not, it's
3: not—it's not that heavy.
1: No, I'm, I'm saying whatever the next workout is, when, I know, when you have I know, to go take the floor an hour later. But it's because, not an hour though, right? It's 20 minutes, Well, 26 minutes? I'm just talking about in competition in general. Like okay. you or I could go, we could say like, okay, you know, yesterday I showed up to the gym and I did these two workouts, but I was totally fresh. I was, you know, I, I warmed up as long as I wanted. I hadn't done any working out yet that day. I took a nap. I had a good meal, all these things. I haven't done six other events in the competition and I have my time. And if I'm sitting at home saying, oh, my time beat two of the women, it's like, no, it didn't. Because the circumstances under which I did that workout is completely different to what's happening here. And they're really, really what's always been tested in CrossFit is not just your ability to compete on the floor, but then it's how do you recover and do it again? How do you recover and do it again? And the difference in time of, of how much time you have to recover is variable. And in this case, what we saw is Roman could do it in three minutes and Henrik could not.
3: Mm-hmm. Now, how if about, people you know want what... to compare. if people want to compare, do a full training day. And then do that workout, and then it's and then it's kind of close, but that's what you would have to do.
0: Um, you you know what else is comparable is what Khalipa did. Khalipa got two first. He did the he he won the two thousand meter row and then he won the marathon row. I, half, I think it's half a, marathon half. I think that's a marathon. little
3: a little different, but
0: yeah, it's even harder. Sure. It's even more impressive.
3: Ah, okay.
0: Do you think anyone could have got a first? Do you think Roman could have done it the other way around, got a first and a you se- You're saying Roman got a second and a first?
3: Well, Lazar did it the other way around. What did he get? He got second in the first one and fourth in the in the second one. Um, Yeah.
0: yeah I mean, so it's he, not he, as right.
3: good as first and third, but Lazar basically I hear you. did the same thing the other way around.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Thanks, Heidi.
3: You're awesome. Thank you. So what's the plan here, Savon?
1: We got I think we got drink coffee, pee. eat. Are we going to hang up and come back? Are we going to what are we going to do?
0: I um I think we just take a two a two, a two minute break and pee and and we just keep this st- the same stream open.
1: Can we flip over to the women's leaderboard right now?
0: Yes, that I actually just went over there.
1: Because a couple couple pretty no I would say pretty notable things heading into the final. Um workup so i mean now like we talked about 200 points were available there oh you switched over to the morning chalk ups leaderboard nice we can see everything on one page except for their times that's okay thank you caleb Um, so obviously uh we we talked about Laura and Kristen being within eleven points of each other, but drop down from that, Sam Briggs now has almost a thirty point lead ahead of Gabby McGowan, and Jacqueline Dahlstrom. One second, Brian, oh, Caleb, will you scroll down a little bit so we can see
0: that that top line? No, sorry, scroll up. I apologize. Scroll up. Just go, so can...
3: Sam Briggs. There this we go. Okay. Great competition for her.
1: Go ahead, Brian. Sorry. And you know, she talked yesterday after winning the chipper workout. She said, "This day." I think they're briefing the final event by the way and they've pushed it back to 7:30 from 7:20. But um she said this day, the day 2 of competition is a heavy lift. I'm obviously not going to be great. A chipper which I need to make up my points on and then a power output work, workout which she's just you know, like surviving it and she took 16th on that workout. But she comes into today and she and more I mean the ring muscle ups she, she if, uh, I've done it with, I can't remember who it was with Bill and Chase or with Tommy and Sean, but on one of their podcasts, we talked about how Sam Briggs in muscle-up workouts over her career has an incredible resume. So we expect her to do decently on, on that workout, but these are four or five minute workouts, three of them back to back. And she's right there in the mix. It's not, not just in the mix, but pulling ahead of Gabby McGowan, who just got third at Rogue and separating herself from Anyone else who's trying to challenge her for that podium spot? I don't think that any of these girls can make up thirty points on her on the last workout.
3: I will I will I agree. You for the fans out there, you can kind of see which how the competition biases things just slightly. I'm not saying that Dubai's had a unbalanced fitness competition. They have, but the people who do well at Dubai is just different than the people who do well at Rogue. The competitions just biased towards a certain type of athlete. Sam Briggs has always done good at Dubai. Um and she's t- still cranking it out and for her to beat Gabby Magawa is pretty incredible.
0: That's what but, I was thinking.
3: Um Gabby her greatest competition is probably a Rogue Invitational. You know, Sam's greatest competition is a Dubai CrossFit Championship. It just it shows how different competitions just bias towards a different Different athletes. Not a lot, but a little bit.
0: I don't I don't know. Look at Sam's not just ahead against Gabby, but Jacqueline Dalstrom, Andrea Nissler, and Sarah Sigmund's daughter, Emily Rolf. I mean the Thora Helga daughter. I I'm mean, saying
3: you put her in the rogue invitational, though. I'm pretty sure she was. Was she in the rogue invitational, Brian? Sam? Yeah.
0: <sighs> if she was, it proves your point.
3: Because we can't
1: remember. She finished, she finished tied. For last with Jacqueline Dalstrom.
3: Look, she finished tied for last with Jacqueline Dalstrom. That's my point.
1: And now they're um, she's beating Gabby. Hold on one second. Let's listen. Yeah.
2: Thank you guys.
1: So they just okay. announced the workout. We
3: and didn't, want, we didn't want to hear it anyway. Go, go, go ahead and talk. Do you do you want to finish their point, or do you want to talk about the workout?
6: Ladies and gentlemen, let's give it one more time for Saudi Shamsi.
1: That was Saoud, your boy, Savan. Oh, the,
0: oh, that's Saud. That's not the prince?
1: I don't know oh. if he's a prince or not. I just know that he's in, he is in, heavily involved in programming the competition and, and, and has been for a long time. Um, he could be a prince. He looks like a prince. <coughs> the, uh, we'll talk about the workout in a second. But, yeah, when you talk about Sam Briggs and and Dahlstrom placing last, tied for last at Rogue, and now being in third and fifth here and basically you know being on either end of gabby magawa who took third at rogue and all of a sudden everyone's giving it all this attention if you haven't yet go check out the article that john uh, and i put together on morning chocolate that talks about this that was you know we know what rogue bias is towards it's not a problem it's just you have that understanding and when seven earlier was discussing eight eight event competitions compared to 15 event competitions there's going to be you know things like this but There's also people like Laura Horvath who, you know, if she let's say she wins. I mean, the
3: fittest will always rise to the top. And we've always said that with every competition. The fittest will rise to the top. But for everybody that's not the fittest person in the competition, there are little biases in every competition. Rogue is strength and Dubai is endurance. So you take
1: Laura fourth and first. Makes sense. You take Gabby third and let's say she finishes fourth. Makes sense. These are still two of the top five to 10 women in the world, no matter who's showing up to the competition. But Sam Briggs and Jacqueline Dahlstrom are a good example. With certain set of eight workouts, they can be in the top five. And with a different set of eight workouts, they can be in the bottom five.
3: That's why I wish Haley didn't drop out because she got fit that rogue. I think she would have been amazing. I think I really do. (laughs) I think, it yeah. would
0: be. It would be. It would have been fun to watch Haley Adams
4: here. Like as bad
3: sure. as Laura just did, I think Haley would be right there with Holta and Laura. It'd be a three way race for the top, and for Haley to have that kind of opportunity, that'd be awesome.
0: I and, and, agree. And imagine if she were able to beat Laura here to get a win on Laura. For Haley, would be huge.
1: Yeah, and Haley's just you know she's um, similarly to to uh, what we were talking about with, with Adler or Lazar is she hasn't had that breakthrough podium finish. Oh, Adler, did Adler just have
3: a- – Adler got third at Rogue.
1: Yeah, yeah. So she's looking no, – and, and, and if
3: Adler gets third in Dubai, that shows how good Adler is because so, – Yeah. And, but, but Haley
1: would be looking for that. That's a confidence thing. She's been so close at the games. She didn't quite do it at, at Rogue. But she could have done it here. I think that it's safe to say that she would have podiumed if not won this competition.
0: When I when I when I see what when Guillermo says that he he shows up to mayhem and Haley um, just pounds him for fucking three days straight and fucks him up, I imagine it being this programming right here, just this shit that we just I mean,
3: saw. That's what Guillermo needs. So
0: and so, I, I, I you guys, it would, it would have been amazing. I'm kind of bummed now that you guys brought up her name that she isn't here. It would have been really really cool to see her.
3: All right, well, let's talk about the last event. Ryan, you want to talk about it, and then I'm going to go to the bathroom.
0: <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> no, no, he did it. He said you, let, you're going to talk about it, and then he's going to go to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom, and then you're going to talk about it.
1: He so, yeah, this is a one-round one, one round workout. So, it's uh, basically a mini chipper. You got nine rope climbs. Uh, do not think that there's any leg lists or anything like that. So, it's just get to the top anyway. 15... Jerks, which basically you can read as a shoulder to overhead, I think, and 100 kilos, 70 kilos. We'll talk about that in a second. 21 dumbbell deadlifts. Those are now in pounds, 90 pound dumbbells for the men, 60 pound dumbbells for the women. And then with the same dumbbells, lunge across the floor to the finish. They haven't, I don't know if they specified where you have to hold the dumbbells, if they're at the side or on the shoulder. Maybe someone who was listening earlier heard that. Um, and I don't know the distance of the lunge, but it's basically the length of the floor. Questions okay.
0: about that? Yes. So you you just do nine rope climbs up and down, and I'm assuming you can use your legs. Yep. That's what we think. And the jerks, um, it's 15 jerks at 225. Do you, do you have to take it off the ground?
1: I would assume so, yeah. Okay. What's the – can anyone do that unbroken? So, the, you know, I think that this is the crux of this workout. The rope climbs, there will be some people, um, more likely women than men, that that are a little bit behind but i think you'll basically see everyone within 30 seconds coming off the rope climbs men minute 30 to 2 minutes women 2 minutes to 2 30 is my guess and then the um doesn't matter how you hold it oh the lun- the the dumbbells okay thanks renata um the the jerks what i immediately think about when i see this weight for for shoulder to overhead cycling is the first workout from the 2020 stage two CrossFit games where they had to do the row buy-in and then the pull-ups with the five rounds of seven shouldered overheads, which I think was 235 for the men, maybe just slightly heavier than this. But if you remember, uh, it wasn't that easy. Like People, even in the first and second round, a couple of the guys, and there were only five guys there, were struggling a little bit with that weight. So I think you might see one or two guys who are able to do 15 in a row, but major—I I think that a majority of them are going to take two sets with a quick. Break. I say
0: no fucking way, John. Two questions I asked um, Brian: Do they have to take those jerks off the ground?
3: And uh, can I ass- do it? I would broken? assume. I would assume you have to take them off of the ground because that fit. that gives more leeway to people who can do it unbroken. Because if you have to break it up in two sets and you have to clean it again, that's just an added five seconds. I think more than one or two people will do it unbroken, oh, you guys are um, crazy because you think about it i think I think more of the the daughter workout they did in Dubai. okay. Uh, let me ask
0: you one more question. Have you ever seen anyone go shoulder to overhead fifteen reps to two twenty five? Will this be the first time you've ever seen that?
3: no, I, I if I go in the gym right now, I could do that oh, you, I, all these guys all these guys could do that.
0: He's not allowed on but, the show after this,
3: but beat up after a whole dubai event and then after nine rope climbs the thing is after nine rope climbs i couldn't do it after nine rope climbs but just one set of 15 yeah it's a jerk too
0: dude you know what we're going to see we're going to see some people drop that bar so i'm i'm assuming it's a front jerk right
3: how many how many reps how many reps did they do in that event brian the one you're talking about
1: five rounds of seven
3: so 35 reps yeah i just so 35 reps and Three of those guys went 34 unbroken with 10 bar muscle ups in the middle. It's only 15. It's one set, and then you don't have to do anything. All like with the jerk, I'm saying
0: we're I, gonna see like some like 10, 11, 12, 13 lowerings, 14 lowerings that are gonna be just brutal. Like dudes just dropping it in their front rack. It's gonna be nasty. Might Maybe. I mean, Collarbone.
3: We, we've had thrusters with 225 before and people did nine thrusters unbroken um, in the middle of a workout. Um, so I think, I don't think everybody will do it, but I think like five to seven people will do it unbroken.
1: I wasn't really sure how hard um, this workout would be. I reached out to a friend of mine who's a competitor in CrossFit and asked <laughs> him and they um, seem to think that this jerk's going to be a little bit, a little bit more of a problem than anything else in the workout. So maybe they will be doing them unbroken. But I think if that's that for a lot of the guys, if that's the case that those last three to four reps are going to look very difficult, they're going to be taking some time in between reps, holding it on the front rack. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see a couple failed 14th and 15th reps, like Savon's talking about. Um, We're going to see something nasty. I hope we get to see
0: it too.
3: I, I bet we see a ton of fails too. I just, I bet five, to eight guys would be able to do it hey uh susan can you go to roman's page real quick roman's instagram
0: hey because- so we're all are we gonna see any grip issues on those 21 dumbbell deadlifts that's 180 pounds
1: i think for the deadlifts uh i think that people can mostly just grind those out i think what you'll either see is that they'll do a set of 20 drop and then do a set of the last one before they lunge or that you'll see uh one I one additional break. Like you'll see him do 10 rest, 10, rest, 1, go.
0: Well, this guy wants to know. Look at look at this comment. Could Rich do it unbroken? Dude, you say some great shit. You've got to change your name. You All right, say go two, down. Could of course Rich can. Down, could do down, it.
3: down, yeah. down, down, down. Okay. To the left. To the left. Right here. That one. This is 330 for five. Oh my gosh. We can't you can't play it. Is he that does some he,
0: chick that's hitting on him.
3: He does three hundred and thirty pounds for five push for five push jerks.
0: Okay, You're let's telling see. Two twenty-five. Oh, let's, for let's see. Be a problem? He, he can't. He couldn't play it.
1: I'll play it. Hold on. That's insane, John. John, you know we're talking about Roman. Like we're talking about Roman as a top five fittest guy in the I world. Know. Is Roman
3: one of the strongest guys in the field?
1: I'm going to see if I can play that. Where, saying, he was fifth, saying, fifth strongest on the lifting.
3: I'm not saying who will do it the fastest. I'm just saying more than you think will do it unbroken.
0: Oh, he got it. He got it. This is 330? Yep. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness.
3: Now, listen, Roman is not one of the strongest guys in the field. He's strong. He's worked on it a lot. We've talked about it a lot. Is he but standing
0: up all the way at the top? At the in between those, what, what's going on with that
3: posture? I'm saying if he could do three thirty for five, you think oh twenty five for fifteen?
0: That can't be good for your back.
3: Is going to be a problem. Hey,
0: that's why this stream is better than all the other streams because we get to see stuff like that. Sorry, Dude, I said it. I said it. Fine. Good job, Caleb. That was dope. I don't know. Does that translate? Uh, What is that? So you're saying 50, you're saying we watch that. And so a hundred, he's going to do it. We're out. We're asking him to do three times the work with 105 pounds less with, with one third the weight. Oh, the math works out kind of nicely. It's one it's, it's, we're lowering the weight by one third, but we're trip, we're tripling the work.
3: And I could be wrong. I just think, I think more than you, I think more than one or two guys will do it unbroken.
1: Okay, this is good. So here we have the the men's leaderboard. Well, whether you're right or wrong, it's cool that you had us look
0: at that because that really fucking helps the conversation.
1: Yes, thank you, John. So Roman, but it turns out Roman also could do singles on this workout and still and still win the overall competition because even if he takes last place, <laughs> even if he took last place twice, I'm not sure that anyone could catch him. So the the you so, know you know this is a victory lap for Roman, which is not the case on the women's side and for the for the. Really, what we're looking at here is is Lazar and Ricky for second and third. I think with the points that Adler just gave away, that he's locked into four. He's thirty forty points, thirty points behind Ricky and Gosh, forty something up points so ahead of Giorgos. So many Yorikos.
3: points on that fifteenth yeah. and eleventh. Is that what that says? Yeah, yeah. Wow. That was I mean
1: that was not not good enough. And when I was talking about him prior to that workout, I said that I didn't think he would do that. I thought if there was anyone who wouldn't do that, it was him. This is uh, that was surprising. Um, anyway, so Lazar and Ricky are going to be kind of, I would say the features, uh, match up here to watch. And I, you know,
3: I, uh, I kind of think Lazar's got a, a decent enough gap.
1: It's all for, for Lazar. It's about the shoulder to overhead. Yeah, He, so yes. he needs to, he, and all that he needs to do is manage that those 15 reps in the optimal way for him and not worry about anyone else because he does yes, have a little bit yes. of a cushion. So if Ricky's two spots ahead of him, that's fine. If he risks it and blows up, then that's where that's the do- and, that's Ricky can go. I,
3: I don't think Lazar will go unbroken. What's but the yeah, time
1: I- cap? What's the time cap? <clears throat> I'm not sure if, if, if they've – I'm sure they've posted it now on that whatever page you're looking at before, but I wasn't – Is it eight minutes? To, let, let me ask you a question.
3: If, if Jeff wins this workout, what would have to happen for him to be third? Because I think Jeff has a fair shot to, to win this workout. 29 points. Hey uh, dude, eighth I, I place say thing, gets
1: 71 oh. points. So he would if Ricky took eighth and Jeff won, then they would tie on tie on points and would default to tiebreaker.
3: I think and, someone could get
1: themselves in a position where they get And Ricky would win here. then, correct? Well, Adler would have this event win, and his next best finish was third. And, and Ricky got had, had first. That two event wins, so yes. So but if Ricky if Jeff won and Ricky took ninth, then then Jeff would get
0: back on
3: Lazar Lazar is pretty much locked into a podium
0: <sighs> I don't know man oh not, hey, not necessarily let me, but let me let, let me let me, let, play this, let me play this situation for you he's he gets to the tenth rep Lazar does and he goes for it and he fails that's and an has, execution error and that would that's on him that's
3: my that's my point I really and it takes him a, a minute
0: and it takes him a minute to regroup and he tries to finish again and he can't and he fails again, and it takes him <laughs> two minutes now to regroup. Uh, you know we're going to see someone really like get like five fails in like, a row here. I
3: just think it's a real possibility. Like Jeff, This is a good workout for Jeff. Jeff's a great rope climber, and he's very strong. I think it's a good possibility that Jeff could win. I kind of think Roman will still win the event. But Ricky comes in eighth or ninth, and Lazar has one of his worst finishes. I think all of that could happen.
1: And it's a good, you know, like this is a good example of where guy, guys like Ricky and Lazar specifically are hoping Roman wins because that's five points that Adler can't get, which makes it that much more difficult for him to mm-hmm. climb back onto the podium.
0: Okay, let's talk about number twelve, thirteenth, 13th and 14th place taking first, second and third in this workout. Let's talk about. Let's talk I think about the Lude, climbs, Tola, rope, and Bronislaw t- t- being in the top five. In the rope
3: course. climbs, the rope climbs, will hold them back enough, I think. Let's
1: just, well, let's just say this: C- combined, the three of them have um, three top five finishes or four top five finishes on the week, and the three of those four came in the one rep max lifting test, and Bron took a fifth on event four. So I, I don't mean, like the chances place, of finishing in the top five
3: combined. <laughs> Why? What running? do you think the What do you
0: think the limiting factor is for them? They, they they're going to be good at all of that: lunges, shoulder to overhead, and uh, deadlift.
3: <clears throat> they're just not fit enough, Savon.
0: Oh, okay. Just even at- even Hude? even Hude?
3: I I this has been a bad competition for Houdet I thought he would do a lot better than he has.
0: I'm yeah. going to say two no. of those three guys will be in the top five. I'm I'm just going there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them will beat Lazar. Heard it here first. Yep, you heard it here first. Man, Mahmoud's not doing so good. He still got a cool name, but.
3: So how do we think it's going to play out for the women? Have we talked about that? Oh, what is the weight for the women? What is the weight for the women? Is
0: it
1: Seventy kilos, <laughs> one fifty-five, and this is notable because uh, when we we talked about that first cut event from the games where That's CrossFit like smashed Sam Briggs into the ground.
3: <laughs> well, you get heavy DT,
1: but CrossFit intentionally left the women's weight lighter for the barbell for the shoulder to overheads in that workout relative to the men's, and a lot of people were were pointing that out in the buildup to that competition, saying. Why is this the case? Why don't they have the usual spread weight wise? And then we saw the workout play out and it turned out to be perfect. And, you know, obviously Dave had done his homework there Mm -hmm. and understood that that was the appropriate weight relative to the men's weight for them to have a similar expression on the floor here. The weight for the women is heavier than it was for the women at the games that year. So I would expect the women to have a harder time with this barbell relative to the men than they did at the games. Oh, I disagree again.
3: I think, uh, before you talk, John,
0: I want to understand what Brian's saying. You're saying that 155 is going to be heavier for the women than 225 for the men. We're going to see more, less women
1: make it unbroken. Okay. Sorry. And I think, and I think that John is only thinking about the top women. I'm talking about the field as a whole.
3: Well, I think the field as a whole is a weak field.
1: It is. I mean, it's, well, you think it's very weak. I think half of the women are games caliber athletes at least, but, um, let
0: There's me ask a big, can any not,
3: not weak in we fitness, like weak in we can strength, is what I'm saying. Gotcha. Not, can any not, of those
0: women do yeah. it, guys? Can you yes, name even one yeah. woman? So, I mean, Brian's right. Brian, about, Brian, right.
3: Brian's right. I, I am just thinking about the top women because I think of workouts like heavy DT. And if you could do heavy DT and all those push jerks unbroken, which is 155 for the women, and Sarah was able to do that. Laura's going to be able to do that. Even somebody like Holta, I think, could do that. I think you could be able to do these fifteen jerks unbroken. Gabby's going to crush this. No, um, I disagree. You,
0: you
1: don't, don't think like, Gabby's going to crush this workout?
0: I, she might crush it. I don't think any of these women. I'm I'm leaning more towards what you're saying. I don't think any of these women are going to do 155 unbroken. And if anyone does, it's going to be like Nissler. It's gonna, but I don't. Nissler so.
3: will crush this. I bet. I bet ten. Oh. Four. I'll say eight women. Eight women. will do an unbroken. Push it,
0: the push. <sighs> wow.
3: What do you say? Hey, Ryan?
0: hey, there's people who aren't gonna finish this in the women's class.
3: But, I mean, that's also possible.
0: Uh, what's her name? No- Norma. Norman. Michaela Norman. She's not finishing this. She might even sit on her bar and pull up a bag lunch. She's not, she's not, she not finishing this. Oh, what about third? What about Thurry? What about Thurry?
3: She's an excellent weightlifter. I don't know how this weight will feel for her because they're not single reps. It's kind Technique, of yeah, technique's going to be important here, huh? I think I well, I think brute strength goes a goes a little bit longer way when it's just one set. Who has the max shouldered overhead in this group? Is it Laura? Probably Laura or Nissler, but probably Laura. Laura and Nissler are both similar it would be fun to see the um
0: the results from whoever tested this from their demo team
3: it would i don't know if they have a demo team because we've seen a bunch of workouts that have not gone planned correctly really outside of the outside of the first two well i think they thought the ring muscle up and thruster workout was going to take a lot longer because of the 10 minute time cap and it was under five minutes for everybody. And then the time cap was super tight for the men on the chipper workout. Oh, was that event number two? I think it was event three.
0: Event three. Yeah. That was, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. A lot of dudes got capped unnecessarily. Thank you. Barbelljobs.com for allowing us. To quit our day jobs and work full time talking. You quit your day job yet, Brian? You full-time podcaster?
1: You know, the opportunity was just so lucrative, I couldn't turn it down. Um no, no one wants to talk about how Sarah will do, I think.
0: Sure. I think, I think Sarah will
3: be, be really good, really good at All this right.
0: one. Cancel that. Go ahead. Tell me.
3: <laughs> tell me. Brian, how many, how many girls do you think could do it on broken?
1: Laura, Gabby, Sarah, and maybe Andrea. Is could the same as Will? If NS maybe may uh and possibly like um
3: Angonese. So I'll say five. So I'll say Five to eight on both men and women. Like I'm probably overshooting it when I say eight, but five to eight on men and women, I think. Who do you think, I th- you think Laura's going to win this one? I think Sarah might have a shot. It'd be a nice, it'd be nice if Sarah could win.
1: Yeah, I think this is one of those workouts that, uh, I mean, I'm hopeful that, the you know, it'll be kind of a, lo- a little bit of a lunging race to the finish. I would say Laura, Gabby, and Sarah are the top three for the women on this
3: one. Yeah, I agree.
1: You know, and and this is now you know. Still, uh, we're assuming these are allowed to use her legs on the rope climbs. But if this, if that, if that is the case, Gabby McGow is pretty good on rope climbs with her legs. And we're still waiting for another competition to see if with she's like, improved her legless rope climbs. Yeah,
3: probably won't happen until the games. Um, I don't know. The qualifier had it.
1: Yeah. And there's always a, you know, like we don't know what's going to happen with the semifinals next year. We don't know if it'll be uniform programming or custom programming, depending on where you go. And if it's especially if it's, you know, custom programming by the event organizers, then then I think every, pretty much everything's on the table. Seven is
3: uh, Eric. I was referring to <laughs> an event, not not the competition as a whole.
1: What did he say? Oh. I don't think the walking lunges are an issue for Sarah. I think that she's passed any of the stuff that's really problematic for I me. Mean,
3: that that split jerk that she did, the cl- on the clean and jerk, I think was the biggest test for her, that running downhill. John, if um if Sarah finishes, let's say
1: she finishes right where she's at. Let's say she finishes seventh in this field. Is that a successful weekend for her?
3: One hundred percent. I really think she was just trying to test her body out in in an atmosphere that was a competition atmosphere because it's hard to trust your body fully after a surgery like that. And I think after this competition, she will, and she'll just be able to train all the more harder for it.
1: Yeah, and just, you know, look at her overall results, um, 7th, 14th, 4th, 11th, 4th, 7th, 4th, 6th. So she's got a lot of finishes that are 4th through 7th, Very which, consistent. which, you know, and and you do, like, keep in mind, you know, Laura Horvath is arguably the second fittest woman in the world, and Gabby McGow is the top five right now. And Kristen Holta is still obviously very good. And those women are up there in the top of a lot of these workouts. So for Sarah to be just behind that on several of these tests is is a great place for your first competition back. So I agree with you. This has been a positive weekend for her. It would be cool if she won this event or is right right towards the finish of it and a nice little way to end her weekend.
3: I would love for her to win. I, now I'm rooting for it. I didn't even really <laughs> think about her winning, but now I really, really want her to win.
1: Yeah, and you know, and then it's something that she can build on. She doesn't you know, she doesn't have to do a ton of, of off season competitions. Just being able to do one, to do it well, to do it in a place where she's comfortable and happy against some women that she's used to competing with. Um, I think it's it's really a really good thing for her and for the women's field this season upcoming.
3: Yeah. And I, I do think she I mean, I don't know her mindset, but I think she could train Without any limitations, mental and physical, after a competition like this, Um, doing that uphill and then downhill run is literally the scariest thing for somebody to do coming back from an ACL injury. So the fact that she was able to do that, she was able to clean and jerk. Like and that sure. run, that, that run up and down the hill, I
1: mean, that was her worst event finish. Right. So it's not, and it's not that surprising because she's going to be the last person who's willing to kind of leg it out on a downhill snow run.
0: Yeah. Oh, Eric's throwing a dagger on our heart. Did you guys already talk about this?
1: Oh, uh, we haven't talked about it Yeah. The, yeah no. We do think Haley would do really well at this competition as a whole, but this, not this workout. This would crush her. Right.
3: Uh, I think she I could do it. She would do it in two sets,
1: yeah. so she just have to be, you know, kind of like we talked about with with Lazar is approach those that barbell with your plan, execute your plan, mm-hmm. and then just you know do your thing on the rope climbs, do your thing with the dumbbells and the lunging, but don't screw it up on the barbell. And so Haley would have to Im- implement something similar,
3: yeah, she I think she could get top ten in this workout as long as she executed her plan.
0: Thank you, Melissa. Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Melissa. <laughs> hey, listen, guys. Brian will never be a professional the way he treats that microphone. Don't ever anyone to ask if he's done professional broadcasting again. Look at that, disrespectful to the mic.
1: You think this is good on the side like this? Could be. Everything's good. Everything's
3: good. But <laughs> Haley's very good at moving anything that's not a max weight for her. As long as it's not a max out, Haley's very good at moving a barbell. It's the top end strength that she doesn't have.
0: Yeah, that's what MJ Miles is saying also. Do we have any uh do you have any Instagram clips of her uh John doing some crazy shit?
3: 225 for, for reps, yeah. No, not for Haley.
1: Should be looking about two minutes out, and I am hoping that they've reseated for the final.
0: What is this? What is this guy saying? So they gave Briggs the win in Athlete's Choice Part B because they made her do an extra burpee.
1: I mean, we're not. I'm not listening to the coverage, so there could be some information like that that we don't have. Um, I think they're wearing chip timers, and I mean, I would assume that that's what they're taking the
3: results oh, what, from.
0: Well, it isn't. They. They do have her in first place over Holta, did, Holta, did, but she crossed the finish line before Holta.
3: They're they're saying that um, they made her time like two seconds faster because she had to do an extra burpee. <clears throat> I think that's that's what the comment is saying. I don't know if they actually did that, but
1: I, so what? I, what I think, Savan, is that on the floor, Holta crossed before Briggs, but oh. she might have she might have uh, appealed it and said, "Well, th- my judge made me do one extra burpee." And if that's the case, usually, I mean, they'll, they'll have rules in place for how to handle appeals that the athletes and coaches will all be familiar with. But if assuming that that's a legal appeal, then they'll, they'll look at the footage. They'll go back and they'll say, yes, she did have to do one extra burpee. A burpee takes her two seconds. So we're going to credit her two seconds. Like that's something that could potentially happen. And the difference between them is just over. Uh... Do you want to pull up the live stream? Tommy and Derek are previewing the final event. Sure. Let's do it.
3: I see what you mean about the stickers. <laughs> I didn't know what you are talking about. Maybe so just
5: one. We've got a time cap of eight minutes, and you see the weights: hundred kilos for the men. Can you guys hear it for the women yeah. on the push jerks? Ninety pounds, sixty pounds on the dumbbells uh, for the men and the women, respectively. Should be an exciting one, Tommy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, the,
4: the crux of this really feels like those fifteen jerks. I was talking to a few athletes backstage just now uh, during the break, and a lot of them. I asked, I was like, hey, how do you feel about this uh, finale? They're like, man, 15 jerks. They couldn't have made it 12. I'm like, wow, if you're really worried about those three extra reps, that must be significant based on how they're feeling right now, especially after that back-to-back.
1: So that's, you know, basically what he's saying is what we were expecting is that the barbell is going to be the crux of this workout, and that athletes feel that and know that going into it, you won't see a ton of separation on the rope climbs because most people will be thinking about that. And those last couple reps are going to be the make or break for several athletes. And you'll have to have, I mean, a couple people will have to risk it. Like Adler has to go for an unbroken set, and Gabby probably has to do the same. Um, but guys like like Lazar and Sam Briggs, they can kind of game it a little bit to their own because they know they have a little bit of a points buffer.
3: And Halty could go for, Halter could go for it. Just just because she has a chance and she has a buffer on Magawa and and Sam, so she she probably will go for it, even if I you know I don't know if she can or not, but she probably will,
1: and they had oh no, that's not the heat heat assignments it's just the overall standings <laughs> it's you know we were talking about the fact um. You know that that if Roman wins with the workout, that's five less points that a guy like Adler can get. And so, you know, the nice like I, I like the fact I like it when competitions when the athletes are able to finish all the tests because there's still the potential that there's someone in the first heat that has a relevant performance that makes it that much harder for someone or that much easier for someone to make up uh, whatever they need to in the in the last workout. So
3: Cause I want to see here Brian make a difference between Lazar and Adler and Gerard. It will make a difference.
1: For sure. And I, w- I just want to see, I'm, I'm really hopeful that they've reseated the athletes here because I think, it, especially in the last workout, that that is something that you've earned. You know, you earned the right. If you're in the top 10 going to the last workout, I think you deserve to be out there on the field with the top 10 athletes. Seems like they're a couple minutes behind here in bringing the athletes out. But we should have that answer soon. I
0: can't believe I can't see my breath. My room is so cold. <laughs> hey, I I think Lazar's in trouble. Like like he 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 really has to be smart here. He doesn't fuck himself. Where's
1: your uh, Where's your red hoodie? Yeah,
0: I know. I almost put it on, but I got to. I got like a hoodie on. I just need to bring a heater in here. I mean, my office is detached from the house.
1: I, they don't, don't. They don't. Do yeah, they they relegated you out there.
0: Nah, I come out here. Yeah, maybe
1: maybe. <laughs> Okay, so the girls are taking the floor, and I think I did see Michaela Norman in this heat, which means that yes, they've reseated for the final. So, of the women that are in this heat, John, any ones that you think could impact like the top five?
3: Manon Anganese. I think. Uh, I think she could go unbroken on the on the push jerks, and I I I don't think anybody else will, but I do think she will. Um, if y'all remember, she was the one who was doing the sandbag unbroken or. Uh, big unbroken sets in the chipper
0: the touching she's goes big,
3: yeah she's very strong um and it i mean if girls cannot do it unbroken that will be a big difference
1: Assuming that the rope climbs are, neg- are mostly negligible here, I'm curious to see how Evie Hollis does. You know, she's, I would say, has had an underwhelming performance to what I was expecting or hoping from her this weekend. She was sixth placed in the semifinals, almost made the games. We've talked about it this year, how hard it is to make the games as a woman in Europe. So that performance was incredible. And she's, you know, there's, there's got to be something that she's pretty good at. She's not the tallest athlete. She she's, seems to be pr- pretty <laughs> strong. So maybe this is a workout where her, where um, she can cycle that barbell well, a little bit less range of motion on deadlifts and and lunges. So I would say Ang- Angonese is one to watch, and maybe Evie Hollis. I think five girls get time capped in this one. In this, this in seat. This heat. yep.
3: It's I mean it's very possible.
1: Stefan's known known to overestimate the athletes'
3: abilities. <laughs>
1: overestimate or underestimate?
0: You know. He's
3: joking. It. Now, I don't I don't want people to underestimate these rope climbs because they will finish close to each other after these rope climbs. I don't think anybody will have a significant lead, but the amount of out of breath that you will feel after. I mean, go do nine rope climbs for time. It's not easy. You're out of breath after even if you can go nine in a row.
1: This is, a, she, this is a great shot here where you can see how tall and long Michaela Norman is. She gets that little jump up. She pulls her knees high to her chest, and she's going to be able to stand up and touch the beam. in two, two and a half pulls at most for a majority of these rope climbs, where a lot of the other women are going to need three pulls. How tall is she? Do you know? She's 5'10". Five five ten. Ten. Yeah.
3: Two pulls makes such a big difference for the women.
1: Yeah. I pretty much like I'm always trying to do as few pulls on rope climbs as possible. Martine Solheim also fairly tall. Both these are, um, they're from, she's from Norway. Michaela's from Sweden. Uh, So, you know, they they should look pretty good on the rope, but I still think that you won't see, you'll see 30 seconds at most between anyone on these nine rope
3: climbs. But they're going to be taxed differently, is what I'm saying.
0: Sure. Yeah. What do you mean differently than the men?
3: No, 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 from each other. Like, other, they're going to finish close to each other after the rope climbs, but other, some will be very out of breath and very tired and some will not.
1: I think this is the last rope climb for Norman here. So 145 ish. She's walking to her barbell. You,
3: we'll, you think we'll see single cleaning jerks?
1: I think you're going to see her struggle right now with the barbell.
3: Also, Dude, look at it. even, clean even that clean. Squat cleaning. <laughs> I mean, it was so wide. Oh, my bad. Yep. Oh, she's gonna go for some more. What if Michaela Norman did it unbroken? I would laugh so hard. She's not going to, but I would laugh so hard.
1: 15 split tricks in a row?
3: Yeah. She probably
1: she's I mean, so she this is a good example. She's gonna have a plan for this barbell. And we won't we won't get to see here how many reps she ends up doing, but she's probably still going. She might she might think she can do it in two sets.
3: But that's what I'm saying. If look look at the normative- bottom of the
1: screen. Look at the bottom of the screen in the white. Here's someone who's got. I think that's Julie Hugar.
0: Oh my God! This is they're so much more impressive than
1: I than I gave them credit for. This is nuts. But remember what Tommy said: is that it's not the first three reps; it's the last five. No, and I mean, reps. see, last they're still
3: reps. breaking it up. Nobody's just cranking it. It's it's the amount of breakups, too. It's why Michaela Norman is taking her time and trying to get that huge set. Because if she can do it in two sets, she did not lose very much time. It's the amount of breaks that you take.
1: <clears throat> and you're thinking about rope climbs, nine rope climbs. It's not like rope climbs are not pull-ups. Like it doesn't happen instantaneously. And that took almost two minutes. And now we're looking at the barbell. And let's see here. It seems like it's going to be a similar
3: amount of time. Look at Anganese in the dark. The dark uh...
1: Dude, mayonnaise is killing
0: it. <laughs> Oh my goodness. That's how I do 65
1: pounds. Yeah, but even her, even she put the barbell down there in the back. She did. So, so far
0: why, through this. Why week. did she do that? She was killing it.
3: And, and wow. it might just be, you know, I, there, I, there I, is someone.
1: She, she
0: did a smaller
3: set than Norma.
1: So Julie Hugar, who was looking good at the bottom of the screen earlier, seems to be the first one to advance to the dumbbells. And it looks like they have to advance them. I'm guessing they have to advance them every seven reps. So far, she's held on the entire time. I wonder, I think she'll drop them. Yeah. In some point in this set, because you want to set, I would want to set myself up. Okay. Michaela Norman did make it through the barbell and she's still towards the front of this heat. So it's Hugard, Norman and Manu Nangonis. And, um, what I'm thinking is that they're going to do the last rep before they start launching. Oh, they have to advance it to this. Oh okay, so I don't know how often they're advancing because now they've advanced four times and four definitely does not go into 21 evenly. So for, so
0: for, for what, what's her name? Norma Michaela? Michaela? Michaela Norman. Norman. Michaela Norman. For her, this was a rope climb test. Uh, she just test. finished.
3: She just finished her... So she might finish the workout, Savon.
0: Yeah, she's killing it.
3: I'm crazy impressed. Oh. But if you look at Anganese, we could. You see that fail? Did you see her fail right
0: there? Trying yes. To get it in the that makes position?
1: me wonder if we were given inaccurate information, if they could hold the dumbbells any way they want. it's It seems like they're – why would she be doing that if she doesn't have to? So I'm guessing they have to put him in the front rack. Yeah, Julie Hugar's got him in the front rack. So this is the standard, and now they've got with sixty pound dumbbells on each shoulder, lunging down the line, and that far the line should be however, um, whatever that distance is, how far they have to go.
0: Hey, hey, uh, she cannot put it down. If she puts it down, she's not going to get it back up.
1: Yeah, Kayla Norman. That's right. I mean, yeah, no one's no one's going to no one's going to want to put this down if they don't have to. And this is what like this is what we're kind of hoping for and what an, an event programmer or organizer is hoping for with this kind of finish. Or well, this that kind girl's of catching her
0: on lunge. What's the weight on those? I think dumbbells? that's Rebecca
1: Vittison. They're 60 pounds each. So Julie Hugar finished. We have no idea what her time was because we couldn't see it, of course. But then um Man. Rebecca is gonna take second here, five forty-four. Several girls right behind her, Norman, Angonese, both underneath
0: the 5.50. So, Norman finished
3: 5.50. Crazy, crazy, (sighs) crazy,
0: crazy. Who would have thought? Not me.
3: But, so we might just be underestimating the workout. Because Angonese did not need to put it down, and she still split it up in two sets. And that was just, I think that was just for the workout. So, she wouldn't, you know, to manage it the best that she could. Like, cause she was able, she was definitely capable. She was cranking those. Well, it's
0: gonna be interesting to see what Sam does, huh? Sam Briggs here.
3: I mean, she should do this similar to Michaela, I would think.
1: <clears throat> I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of assume that Julie Hugard was in the 535 range based on what we saw there, and so we've got four times basically five. Thirty-ish to five fifty-one. That could, you know, those are the things we're going to be looking at in terms of potentially relevant for the final heat and the podium <laughs> races. Five thirty. Five. Yeah, yeah. Renata apologizes, Brian, for the misinformation. That's okay. It was not. It, that kind of information is the stuff that um, no, Dubai is is. Not, notorious for withholding until the last minute. So we knew, like I knew two weeks ago that there were handstand pushups and there were a set of 10. I had no idea what the standard was. I knew until today that there were rope climbs and lunges, but I didn't know what kind of rope climbs or lunges until they started working out. I mean, we would have known obviously if we'd listened to the announcement, but they like doing that where they have a majority of the information out there and then they withhold one little detail here or there. That's usually a critical or important detail until the right before the workout starts
0: look look at this girl closest to us on the screen she's actually just has the dumbbells resting on her shoulders by the grip yeah if that's allowed
3: if that's allowed that is the easiest way to hold them
0: oh that must hurt so bad that must be so uncomfortable
1: you did see there she shuffles her feet a little bit in between reps like that's the type of thing that you would not be allowed to do at the games that you are, you often do get away with in competitions like this. And obviously she's towards the back of this heat and and just barely beating the time cap. But when you're looking at the overall judging, like that, that's the small stuff that wouldn't, wouldn't go at the games.
0: Good point. Great observation. You're talking about in between lunges, like regrouping your feet and then scooting ahead a couple inches instead of just stopping exactly where your feet are planted. Yeah. Yeah. And do they tell them in Dubai, do they tell them ahead of time? Hey, like I think in rogue in in the, uh, in the legends event, the judges are told, Hey, chill, be chill. You think they're told here, be chill.
1: No, I just think that it's, you know, probably the people who are, um, judging at this competition only do, you know, one or two a year. And this is like clearly the highest level one that they'll do. So they're, it's not, we, everyone knows it's not easy to judge, um, Ever. And it's especially difficult when you're doing it for people who athletes that you know or respect or have heard about or are the best in the world.
0: Shoveling your feet, not going below parallel and squats, just do buy
1: stuff. Ouch, Will.
2: Ouch, ouch, ouch. This
1: is a <sighs> so this is a really cool this is a cool shot right here. Uh two from Denmark, one from Norway, one from Sweden. Um That Scandinavian Scandinavian representation, and they're all having a good time.
0: Brian, have you when you were um, when you went to this event? Was the oh, it looks
3: like they're going to go the first heat of the men and then the final heat of the women, final heat of the men. That that is
1: true. Actually, it does look like that.
3: Uh,
0: Was how was the crowd uh, when you were there, Brian? Was it more or less than this?
1: Similar, though, when I was there, I was never once on the floor during a workout. I was uh, in the production truck helping with the broadcast.
0: But similar in terms of crowd? About this yeah,
1: they like that back area always fills out. And then the sides are like, you know, 50%. And then where this camera is, there's probably no one in those section of seats.
0: And who are these people um, in the crowd here? Are these, do these people live in are – these, are these expats? Are these people who live in Dubai, Americans, Canadians, Australians – I think this year,
1: more so than uh, previous years, most of the people attending are probably local to, if not the city, the, the area. Um, and then, you know, family and coaches and friends who've made the trip, but I don't think that there's a lot of fans who just decided to go over there for this, this year compared to previous years.
0: And, and they do this event. Is this because the crown prince or whoever's got the, the dollars, he is a CrossFitter.
1: I don't know if he's a CrossFitter or not, but I know that he enjoys um, watching high-level CrossFit competitions. And so he, you know, years ago, wanted to make this one of the events that he could um, bring to to Dubai every year. And he does a couple others. I think that they might do a horse racing event and a falcon hunting event. And it's probably one of – if it's not one of the guys that's sitting in that red area you were talking about, then it's one of their relatives or something like that. So it's not directly because –
0: it's right. Right.
1: What's up, bosses? And I
0: wonder what that means that one of the guys in a brown robe, that means he's single. <laughs> and the dude in the white robes are married. I bet you it's something like that.
3: What would happen if somebody's running up them stairs and just spills a drink on them? <laughs>
0: <A> hot coffee. <sighs> then you would read the stain on their robe like tea leaves. It would be just like you would tell the future by the way the stains hit their robe. Or you would immediately run from there and get on the internet and go to barbelljobs.com. What if I did this? Bam, bye bye. Ah. Yes, the Crown Prince is very fit. He does a lot of fitness events. That's what I had heard. That's, That's what pretty I cool.
3: heard. That's a pretty cool thing.
0: Hey, his Instagram, if that's the guy, man, he's he's a uh, b- a beautiful man. He's got his shit going on. And, he, and he's a dad, and he just seems like a, like he's got it going on. Let's see if we can get an overlay here. Bam. Uh-oh.
3: Savon, when have you ever had your hair like that?
0: Where? What? Like how?
3: in the uh the little thing that will puts up
0: oh like the man bun yeah I never never
3: so that's not supposed to be you then
0: no that's definitely me I definitely recognize me (sighs) maybe it's not a man but maybe it's a yarmulke even though I'm not Jewish I thought that was your chakra ah yes it's a chakra it's He's so a runner powerful. mainly, but does a lot of other sports. Say that again.
1: Such a powerful chakra that everyone can see it, regardless of your spiritual enlightenment.
0: Look how pretty this lady is, Melissa Odier. She that's Armenian for you. Look at she she could be one of the Kardashians. Oh, that, she probably didn't like that though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank All right. You, I Ross. think the first seat of men is getting uh getting ready to start. And they've uh, hopefully have reseated. So John, you're liking um Tola and Braun to maybe put up the time to beat here.
3: Uh, yeah, maybe day?
1: Yeah, and I mean this is the type of thing where like I would love to see someone like Fabian Benito or Moritz Fiebic like take it, take a risk. Yeah, just yeah. try it. Why not? What do you have to do, lose? Do
3: what Linen did. Sure, one hundred percent. I feel like Bronislaw will go unbroken no matter what. Even if it was 315, he would try to go unbroken. <laughs> Moritz is pretty strong too, yeah?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, you know, I, I honestly, like. it seems like they should be able to move this barbell well, but I just think that end of the weekend, The combination of everything that it's just a little bit heavier than than you're expecting. And
3: And after (sighs) doing thrusters and ring muscle ups, you feel that on your on your muscles. It's all the same muscles.
1: I hope they keep this wide shot for a little bit so we can see different rope climb techniques. Like you saw Moritz just run and jump up there, and now his ropes all over the place. And you saw Andre Houdet very calm and meticulous approach his rope and set his feet before jumping.
3: Hudey kind of reminds me of a very young Fekowsky.
1: Yeah, and watch—I mean, if you're watching him, he's there in the middle of the screen with the red shirt. Like this is very efficient rope climbing. He's 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 not—he's only doing two pulls, but they're aggressive and fast. So his time under tension is low. Like you can do two pulls, like Michaela Norman, but you're on the rope for twice as long as days, two pulls.
0: This month, Dubai government is giving $125 for any one kilogram lost by a person.
1: Wow. I feel like that's a, you know, that's well, whatever. I'll just let that, let that one go. So I'm thinking 90 seconds is going to be the time here for most of these guys to do um, nine rope climbs. I think that like six per minute is kind of a, a, an expected thing for elite level men with rope climb. And there won't be a lot of separation. I think everyone will be over to the barbell by the two minute mark.
0: I, I, I wonder if the United States has ever done anything in the last two years to help promote health. I mean, we know it's done massive to promote sickness and death and mayhem and suicide and all, anything bad. I wonder if it's done a single thing to help its citizens like that.
3: I'm surprised Tola is not better at things like this, like high-volume rope climbs. Because Dude, he's, so he's barely thanactic. moving. And I know, and like the way he moves on these, they just don't look good. And I know he's good at this stuff.
1: So these guys are a little slower than I expected getting to the barbell. And you see, I think that's Sam Stewart. He's actually strapping up a weight belt. Moritz has got a weight belt on. So these guys are definitely um, a little bit wary of this barbell. But now Sam's, I mean, Sam's repping this out pretty good. So this looks like kind of how Manuel Nagonis or Julie Hugar was moving it. They still did two sets. So we'll see
0: if he goes for it.
1: I hope that they go
0: well, for it here. Look 13. at Houdet. Houdet is just smashing this.
1: Yeah, but he's putting the bar down. He did. You're right.
3: Look, look. Five big went slow, and he just went unbroken. <laughs> More it's five big. And he was slow and controlled, like, the whole time.
1: He did all 15? Yeah. Wow. And, but, you know, not very many of the guys have. Sam Stewart cycling the bar well. Andre Hude cycling the bar well. Neither one of them is opting to go for 50.
3: It might just not be, it might not be the smartest thing to do it Unbroken.
1: Maybe not, but I think for this Tolo, heat, Tolo like, just and, and, and Fibig's made a mistake here. He's, he's moved his dumbbells way too far. And now this guy's telling him to move them back and he's not happy about it. But that's, you know, execution error and competition. Um, no, I think these guys here, like, why not like we said before the heat started, why not risk it? So I love that Moritz did that. Even if it even if it doesn't work out for him, I like that he took the chance. I think that when you talked, to you were talking earlier about Sam Briggs potentially overpacing, Hudey looks like he's overpacing this workout for me, especially compared to where he is in the competition. Like he's he's probably not that happy that he's not in the final heat for this one. And he has the opportunity to reassert himself and get and into look the how top far ten.
3: Back he is. But not strong. going at this
1: pace. Yeah, it's only a five minute workout. You got to push it a little bit more than this.
3: Like oh, he, he looked, chilling. he looked, he looked fitter at the games than he does now, like a lot fitter.
1: Well, and keep in mind that he did withdraw from Rogue, whether it was illness or injury, whatever. So, oh, um, that's right.
3: But you look, you look how that paid off for Fibig. He's in the lead. As long as he doesn't put it down, he's gonna win.
1: Seven. Do it's, you know this guy who's lunging to the finish is the world champion for what? Uh, International Functional Fitness Federation.
0: Oh, no shit.
1: He was first place there. Uh, and Kristen Holta was also first at that event.
3: I saw he that does, Kristen Holta was do, He doesn't do CrossFit, though. He just does functional movements.
1: How
0: come? Um, that's not true. Uh, how come it doesn't? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just. He's cracking jokes. He's cracking jokes. Same thing. Uh, well, I wonder why we don't hear more about that.
1: Well, it's actually, that's a bit more broad conversation. You know, it. International Functional Fitness Federation. Has taken some steps to do things that make the sport much more predictable, and I don't. Um, and what I mean by that is there's a f- certain number of Tola is going to have a pretty good finish here, actually.
3: Well, he went unbroken. Tola, Tola, and Moritz Feibig went unbroken. I don't know what Bron did. Look at
1: Sam's weights.
3: Oh, his he's dumbbells so bombed right. And now. Sam,
1: Sam did not go unbroken, and he's finishing up here. So we've seen that both strategies can work. Moritz went for it, got the heat win. Sam. Intentionally broke, took second, and Tolo. I think
3: if you want to have a good time, though, and place high, you have to do it.
1: Did anyone catch uh, – um, if anyone caught the top finishing time, let us know. I couldn't have it been was more four, wrong four,
3: about this
1: 4.43. And then when did Sam and Tola come in?
3: Around 5. Let me – I'll double check. Hold on. Yeah, I
1: thought it was pretty close to 5. Ooh, seven, you're going to like this one. <laughs> Watch on the left side of the screen here, Savan.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahmoud's weights are fucking coming <laughs> unhinged. Oh my goodness!
1: <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, good race to finish there.
0: Yeah. Let's so my oh, oh. time
3: was four forty three.
0: Man, he almost dropped that ninety pound weight on his toe right there.
3: And then Sam came in at four fifty nine, Tola came in at five oh one.
1: This is a this is cool. Like you had these guys. um, Although they're like, you know, finishing towards the bottom of the competition. Look at how jacked this guy is.
0: Yeah. Oh, my
1: God. Anyway, the International Functional Fitness, Savon, they have uh, defined the list of movements that are acceptable within their competitions. They've defined a format for their competitions, and they've defined movement standards that are consistent at all their competitions. CrossFit has done none of those things. There's more movements out there that we've never seen before that could show up. The movement standards are liable to change from competition to competition, and they do regularly change. We even see it in in the open where the standard for burpee changes or the standard for a few other movements might change. Now, there are some that are always the same, like a chest bar pull-up or a toes bar, but – And then the competitions always change, whereas those competitions have a fixed number of workouts or a fixed number of days, and they fit into certain categories. Oh,
0: isn't that that shit that like in Hunter McIntyre does something like that? It's like a CrossFit event, but it's always the same fucking thing. It's like huge in Germany. What is that thing?
3: He does uh, High Rocks. Yeah, High Rocks. This this is different. High Rocks is an endurance, but it's kind
0: of the same. It's even it's 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 even more rigid than what Brian is saying. Yeah, so High Rocks is one test. It's the same test every time
1: yeah, yeah. interaction of functional fitness what they'll have is they'll say we're going to have six tests two of them are going to fit inside this time domain two of them are going to be this time domain yeah. one's going to be long yeah. one's going to be a lift but the lift yeah. can change the long one can change and the movements within can change
0: do, do you know why they're they're, they're it's doing basically yes it's all it's all crossfit. it is crossfit but you can prepare rocks. for it differently um, function the functional fitness thing is a misnomer it, 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 it it's just all, it's all sport. It's actually, it's, it's all sports. Same with that high rocks thing. That's not what's going on with CrossFit. That's where, that's where the fucking misunderstanding is. CrossFit is not the games. The no. stopwatch has given us a competition element that wasn't there before in, in weightlifting. But, uh, but CrossFit's about being healthy. And then this is sort of its bastard child. This is the, this is what happens when yeah, you're talking about it. I do not even, even think we were having that conversation. No, yeah. we weren't. We weren't. I'm we, we weren't. I'm just saying that's the that's the distinction. I'm okay with high rocks and this other thing too. But they're on they're 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 totally different. And maybe we'll see CrossFit go that way too, now that venture capitalist owns it,
1: you know? Well, it just depends. I mean, one of the things that made the sport of CrossFit really was like, people loved about it and are very proud of it is that tagline, Unknown and Unknowable in international functional fitness has said that unknown and unknowable is, has uh, like, they think their view, or at least how I would interpret it is that that's, you know, leaving too much freedom or what, I mean, I don't know how they would describe yes, it, but they we need here, to rein it in.
0: Here it so is. Anyone- here it is. They have a goal. They want to go to the Olympics. Yeah. That's what I should have said too. They have a yeah. goal that's other than being healthy and fit. It's to go to the Olympics. And do you know what I think of the Olympics Go on.
1: Sorry, Brian. Um, out To be an Olympic sport, you have to meet certain regulations, and so part of the reason that they do have a specific set of weight of movements that you have to have, and a specific set of movement standards for those for those exercises, is because you need that to check a box to be eligible to compete at the Olympics.
0: Right. can't use the name CrossFit for the Olympics since it's owned and trademarked, too. Yeah, I wonder how long that's going to last.
1: Did you Have you ever done a podcast with Gretchen Kittleberger?
0: No, I, but I, I used to work um, with her. Is it, I think CrossFit. that's
1: her who's like one of the lead, if not the lead, uh, people behind that IF3 movement and yeah, the she, Olympic push.
0: She was an attorney for CrossFit. I did a photo shoot once with her. I wonder what happened to those pictures. I should see if I can dig them out somewhere.
1: So we have, uh, you know, we have some of the top times for the first seat of men and women and kind of as expected, you know, we thought that the men would handle the weight a little bit better. Maybe they are, you know, actually they weren't even that much faster on the rope climb. So I think it probably just no, came down to, are
3: very similar.
1: to the barbell, but, um, the top men's times are close to five minutes, whereas the top women's are like 540. And now we're going to go back to the women's final heat. Maybe, maybe they might oh. it, it, probably not. If I was running the competition, I would do the men's final heat now because one less change of equipment on the floor. And it's not the closest race for the title. We want to we know Roman's going to win already if he just finishes the workout so he can go and do this and we can have excitement between Ricky and Lazar and Jeff obviously but you want to save i would want to save the women's final for the last event because it's only 11 points between Laura and Kristen good point
3: knowing what the workout is though i think it's safe i'm Laura Lauras Laura's pretty safe
1: I mean, at you least, just never know. At least I think she is. I would not. I would never have believed that she did that poorly on that rowing burpee workout. And so, who knows if maybe something's bothering her? She just something you know something flared up, or she's not feeling well. There's always those little possibilities. But assuming that she's fine, yes, this should be a very good workout for her, and she should be able to beat Kristen on it. But they have not taken my advice, and they're going. They've reset the floor for the women, so we will see the women's <laughs> final first. <laughs>
0: It was good advice, though. You were right. I think you were right. Brian, we I think know.
3: you should make a CrossFit competition, and it's just sponsored by the Sevon Podcast. I don't know how many
1: The Sevon Podcast can't sponsor anyone. They need sponsors.
3: I, uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> featuring, featuring, then featuring the Sevon Podcast, and just you know, call games people up and just do a backyard throwdown. Whoever shows uh, up, speaking we of sponsors, get and Hopper there. You could do it. We had a. Hundred, I don't
1: know if he'd come for it, but maybe my boy Vellner.
3: Hopper and Velner.
0: <laughs> we had one hundred eighty five thousand downloads on iTunes alone in the last seven days. Just pretty amazing. Pretty damn amazing. You think these women are nervous? You think they're getting the butterflies? You think this is
3: like? I think Holtz might be a little bit nervous. I think Laura is not nervous. Honestly, Holtz is probably Holtz is probably going to go for it here as best as she can. So there's probably no nerves in cuz then you are what you are. If you got it, you got it. If you don't, you don't.
1: I completely disagree. I think every one of these athletes gets a little bit nervous different degrees but for every competition. I mean, I, the only thing I can draw back on is when I used to compete at the highest level I could. Whether it was a swimming race or a soccer game, you know, in that one minute to one second buildup before any any kickoff, halftime starting, a race starting, the whistle blowing, the three, two, one, go, any top level athlete's going to have a little bit of nerves. I don't think that. I think what John's saying is they're not any extra nervous for this. Like they know what this workout is. They probably have a plan. They understand they're where they stand on the leaderboard, and now it's just about executing.
3: Yeah. I mean, everybody, I mean, you're going to, I'm not talking about just the knots in your stomach before one, two, three, go. Everybody has that. Just, I what don't if think someone did that. Extra. What if
1: someone did that? They just started doing one, two, three, go instead of three, two, one, go.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm sure it happens.
0: Huh. Can any of these events take over the CrossFit games?
3: I think rogue is the closest to it. Um, other than them, I don't think I don't think anybody's close.
1: Take over the CrossFit Games. You have to keep in mind what we said about <clears throat> why the John podcast would not be as popular as the Savan podcast, or why Ray Kroc wanted to buy the name McDonald's instead of buy make it Crocs, is because uh, the CrossFit
3: <laughs> Games <laughs> Crocs. <laughs> that's so great.
1: The CrossFit Games name, the CrossFit name carries a lot of weight. That's why no one talks about the IF3 relative to the CrossFit <laughs> games, even if the structure that they have is way better, which I'm not saying that it is. It
3: doesn't sounded have. Like you
1: did. It sounded like
0: you
3: but, did. But, Brian, let me ask you this. If the winner of the Rogue Invitational got $500,000 and second place got 200000 and third got one hundred, in five make in it three, $5 million,
1: $2 million, and $1 million, it still isn't the title fittest on earth. It still isn't the CrossFit games.
3: I would disagree. In three years – that's the competition that the fittest people would go to or want to go to. And that's the, what they would value the most. They would peak for that and they would not peak for the CrossFit games.
0: Maybe. Well, you could also sign at that point, you know, you could you you could get um, you could sign an athlete who's the fittest. Let's say you sign someone like Justin Medeiros and said, hey, you can only compete at my competition.
1: I mean look there I've thought this for years there are certainly it's how the fight game is No
3: nobody's ever had more money than the CrossFit games as far as the handout goes so it's a hard competition it's a hard conversation to have but if it was twice as much money every all the fittest athletes would peak for that competition and there would be way more athletes who just said I'm not going to do the CrossFit games this year because there's a whole bunch of hoops you have to jump through to do it instead you could just peak for rope
0: let me also just clarify one small distinction. It's not that no one has had more money. It's that no one has put up put up more money. There's definitely people who've had more money. They just don't put it in the price pool. But I know what you mean, but I just wanted to be clear on that distinction.
3: I think it would take a couple of years, but I, that's what would have to happen for an event to take over.
0: And it, it, But it wouldn't last without the affiliates behind it. I'm telling you, it would not last without the affiliates behind it. And at the end of the day, that's the well, only people who are watching the games. People who, who are affiliates or go to affiliates.
3: You don't think they would watch Rogue?
0: They they would, but if they didn't get behind it, and, and, and Rogue would need an open, and a, it, it would need to be... This thing doesn't stand up on its own. The affiliates stand it up, or a Crown Prince, or a Rogue.
3: I, I mean, I agree with that, too. But I also think that's the reason why nobody has been able to put up more money.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh. Little air, little error there from Laura, but she's, she's starting out pretty aggressively on this workout. And this is the battle. I mean, we were watching Kristen Holta in her last, supposedly last ever individual CrossFit competition against the reigning second fittest woman on earth. She's only 11 points back. And, you know, I think that <laughs> even if you implode, if you're one of them and you implode, whatever happens, happens. Like, you got to go for it here. So I think, and I want both of them to sell out and try to win this competition.
3: I want Laura to win. I want Sarah to win this event.
1: In terms of Laura, the overall event, event win or heat win, we'll 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 know more about that um, once I finish the rope climbs and start moving the barbell. But in yeah. terms of overall winning the Dubai CrossFit Championship this year, it's there's two Laura. women who can do it. It's Laura and Kristen. And um, man, I hope it's close. Do you think Justin or Hopper would have won this event? this particular event or the overall competition
0: i think this competition sorry
3: it, uh, i mean, Ju- what? justin's the fittest person justin's the fittest person in the world until somebody beats him right that's my that's my opinion
1: yeah and if you're going to put someone else against him why are you, it's not hopper that you're asking that question about you could say justin or roman you could say justin or Vellner, someone yeah. who's been close someone who's winning this competition but so, hopper putting hopper in that conversation right now is something he hasn't earned
0: that's what I was. That was going to be my first response, Brian. But then I thought, ah, I would need to see this compared to the Mac first.
3: Who is in blue, Brian, next to Laura? Uh,
1: this, oh, no. Well, I don't know. I can't see. Maybe Gabby? Gabby? Yeah, Gabby's in blue, but there's other people in blue. Gabby's in blue. Andrea's in blue.
3: So Laura's got five <laughs> left.
1: Let's see if we can see oh, her the first no, person. Have they broken up yet?
3: No, they haven't.
1: No, no one's put it down.
3: Red, red just did. Blue just did. Blue's G- done.
1: Gabby's moving forward, which we expected her to do well on this.
3: Laura's done. When you keep
1: in, when, like, when you think about how well, look at how fast Laura's cycling those deadlifts. And This isn't surprising. Like this workout is heavy. The heavy see, implement Hulte, is Hulte a, is a defeated. factor.
3: Alta is defeated. She's done.
1: And it looks like Sarah's in third. So the three women that we expected here. Gabby, Laura, and Sarah seem to be in the lead. We've seen Sarah win lunging workouts at the games before, uh, specifically in 2017. A lot of people remember that it was Cara um, Saunders and Tia Toomey battling for the overall win, but Sarah Sigmund's daughter actually won that workout by out-lunging out uh, Annie Thor's daughter and from David's daughter. So she might be able to make up a little ground on the lunges. <clears throat> on the flip side... Laura's obviously beating Kristen on this workout. And if she holds up Gabby, Gabby, yeah, that's Gabby and Gabby wants these points. Like this
2: is,
1: this is massive for Gabby because she, they're two minutes ahead of the fastest time from the women's first heat. So that's totally irrelevant. So every position here. So Gabby's going to take first, that's a hundred points. Now we're looking, Laura's going to take second. She's going to win the overall competition Kristen Holt has got enough points that she should be fine, so we need to see where Sam Briggs finishes because sam Briggs was oh, Sam Briggs that? was what when Gabby
0: and Laura finished, what about it? Gabby didn't come over and give her a hug. Gabby finished first, then Laura finished. They didn't make eye contact, they didn't hug. There's something there. That's the that's story he loves. So this is who we got. Sarah and Jack and Dahlstrom.
3: They're 28 points away. There they go. From they from hug. Gabby. My
0: bad. They hug. They hug. My bad. Sorry. Go on. They bet. They hug. Go on. Sorry. So Sorry.
1: this is a great finish for Sam in this event, or for Sarah in this event. She's going to get third. And Jack Dahlstrom is going to take fourth, which is actually doing a huge favor to her training partner of Gabby Magawa because Andrew Nisser is going to come in here. We still haven't seen Sam Briggs. That's we still don't see
3: Sam Briggs.
1: And so all these points
3: is that Briggs to the far, to the far. I don't think so. Who is it?
1: I think it's Emma Lawson. Look at Holta's lunges, how big they are. Nissler's in. So that's one, two, three, four, five. Holta will be six. That woman up in the top, there will be seven. You said 28 points, John.
3: Yeah, it's a wrap.
1: And we know that eighth place is 29 points from first place. So that's 6th. That's 7th. So Briggs needs to be the next finisher after whoever that is in blue right there.
3: And hey, well, this isn't even counting the times in the first heat.
1: They haven't passed yet, but it doesn't look like Briggs is... Who Unless was
3: that's that? Briggs.
1: No, there's no way. She would have been close to the center of the floor.
3: That's 3. That's Terry.
1: <clears throat> that might have been Emily Rolfe who finished. It was either Emily Rolfe or, or Emma Lawson.
3: So I think it was was on the shoulder to overhead then, yeah.
1: So, yeah, Sam Briggs pretty much just imploded on this There's event. It. we can expect yeah. we can assume that it was on the barbell and as a result of that, Gabby Magayo will end up uh, in third place on the podium. Briggs
3: will end up in fourth.
1: Maybe. Jacqueline Dalstrom was only 4 points behind um Gabby. Oh
3: my gosh, no, you're right. I think Jacqueline da- Wait, where did Jacqueline finish? Fourth. Yeah, no, because she's dying. Um all the girls in the first seat are passing her right now. Look, she's taking breaks on her deadlifts. Those lunges are going to be hard. Jacqueline Dahlstrom's going to be fourth. Well,
1: you get forty-nine points for last. Dahlstrom's going to have eighty-five, and she was only four points. She's only thirty-two back. So yeah, she'll barely overtake her for the fourth spot. She can't get the spot.
3: dumbbells up. She just tried.
1: And this, um, this finish for Jacqueline Dahlstrom is is excellent. Huge. I mean, when you think about like this season for Jack and Dalstrom, she makes it to the game. She makes the top 20, but she basically takes last out of 20. She makes it to Rogue by, by making it the top 20 at the game. She shows up there. She takes last. And now, she, you know, and so like even as good as she's done, it's probably not that great of a feeling to be like 19th and 19th out of 20 in those two circumstances. But to come to Dubai here and only finish behind Horvath, Holta, and Magawa, and take fourth, is a it's got to be a huge boost of confidence oh, for her. This is and the best kind of,
3: competition she's ever had.
1: Yeah, and far. a reaffirmation that making the games wasn't a mistake and that she is actually competitive at the top end of this sport.
3: I oh, feel a little bad for Sam.
0: Wow, mm-hmm. look, G- is Gabby's taller than Laura?
3: That's pretty deceiving. I think they're about the same height. She's like two feet back, makes her look taller.
1: Big round of applause for Sam Briggs and for all the women. I mean, um, I think the competition was well structured, but the um, the in, in in terms of the rest. But then having the condensed schedule like that, I mean, they got they had four tough workouts today. None of them took over seven minutes, and uh, all of them were challenging in different ways. So
3: I hope I'm so glad this isn't the games, the and there's race, five days left. I hope the men's race is exciting like that. Like that was. Like if Lazar struggles and Jeff just runs away with it and Ricky's middle of the pack, it's just going to be really, really fun to decipher all that. Hey, will they announce the winner right here
0: before the men go, like the games? Probably. Someone will come out and be like, and the
3: fittest. I don't know if the leaderboard will be updated, but they'll announce that Laura won.
1: There's PC, Patrick Clark, my boy. He's in the cargo shorts and blue shirt right there.
0: Oh, he's, he's a photographer too?
1: Yeah, he does. A, uh, he takes a lot of pictures of these competitions. I usually try to use his pictures for my articles anytime I can. He's athletes. Eye photography is his stuff on Instagram. Um, there's
0: someone here is saying that uh, Emma Larson is Lawson is 17, but she's 16, correct?
1: She may have turned 17. It's sometimes it's hard to tell if you're just using the game site for that information. So, yeah, she's she might be 17 by now. OK, so they are doing
0: some sort of ceremony right here, right? Mhm. I'm guessing the Oh, here, let's see if we can get the audio for this. Can we get some audio for this, Caleb?
1: Oh, they're doing a little tribute for Kristen Holta.
3: I really wish they put Jacqueline um like to the side of the podium, the way they do reach they did reach <laughs> Can you guys hear
0: that?
6: The Dubai CrossFit Championship marks the final individual appearance of one, one of, of the, the greatest great CrossFit athletes of all time, an eight-times Games athlete. She has finished in the top seven the last five years. In 2019. In 2019, she finished second at the Games, representing her Norwegian flag proudly on the podium. She last competed in Dubai in 2016 and wanted to make her last competition at the place she said she had the most fun. Let's look at some of her accomplishments. Eight times Games qualifier.
3: Does she have plans to do team, Brian?
6: Five top ten finishes. At the games, what's her finishes? Does she have plans to do team?
1: Oh, she's going to compete on a team at Wadapalooza. Besides that, I don't know. It'll just be a team of three women, all from the Norway.
6: Fittest woman in Norway, five times event winner at the CrossFit Games, the 2019 silver medalist, and the second fit- fittest woman on the earth, and the 2021. German throwdown semifinals would like to thank and give a big round of applause to Kristen Holte.
0: The German semifinal throwdown. What
1: What the fuck was that? She won that event. They did not mention that she was the IF3 world champion, though. Ah.
6: (laughs) Kristen, thank you so much. We were
1: there any other big names besides her in the female division there? Um, not not really of the caliber that you're thinking. Okay, not like her? No. All, the All three women who podiumed there were from Norway, actually. The other okay. two were Matilda Garns and Seher. I can't, I'm can't. i not sure how to pronounce her name.
0: So she just went over there and fucked up shop. She went into the B League and just smashed people.
1: But she also won it last year. Like she's she competes in that. Uh, she has competed in that before.
0: She can consistently is taking candy from children.
3: <laughs> it'd be fu- it'd be fun for her to, if she did team. Like I hope she would do yeah, that. That'd be cool. To say, but,
6: uh, uh, it's, it's been, been an honor to be in this community for so, so many years, years and to be, and be able to participate in so many, many competitions and. and I'm just really honored to be, honored to be a part of this, to, to be, be out there on the floor with the other athletes. They're amazing. <laughs> and I'm so excited to watch the young stars come up and show everyone what they can do in the future. So I'm rooting for you guys. Thank you. Wow. What a special moment we all got to share.
1: Wow. What a special moment.
6: Honor I wonder honor if it.
1: she'll... Maybe she strikes me as the type of person who might transition into like uh, like a coaching role, like Michelle Atandra did. I think she likes the sport. I think she knows a lot about it. I think she knows how to maximize potential within the sport. So I, I would be i would be interested to see over the Are next there any year guys or two.
3: In Norway close,
1: mm, not really, no. but it doesn't have to be. I mean. LaTondra coaches Ellie, Ellie Turner and she lives, you know, across the world in Australia. And
3: I, I know, but if, some, if there was a guy in Norway that was even breaking through, I could.
1: There's I could some women, that. there's some women, younger women <laughs> that are um, probably closer to breaking through than than the Norwegian men right now. There's a guy in Norway who's breaking through and that's why she's retiring. You know
0: what I mean? You know what I mean? I think you're, I think I you're right about that, yeah. You know what I mean. Okay, let's see. Let's see what these guys got to say.
4: Eight years have been spent at the very tip top Um, of the sport. Uh, She showed up in 2014 as a rookie, made her mark by winning the triple three, got her first event win out of five. She would win four more over the course of the next seven years, five consecutive finishes inside the top seven. She made the podium, she got a silver medal around her neck. and really set the tone for the next few years for her country in Norway, who has now since put a team on the podium this past year. You've seen multiple athletes, including Jacqueline Dahlstrom, make it to the games as individuals um, and really set the tone for the rise of a sport in an entire country. And she's been such a good representative across the board. Um, just a great send-off and a, a tremendous Person through
5: and through. Yeah, and what a way to end her weekend. Caleb, well can you pause this like for a second, just or or just mute it for a second? On the podium. Just, obviously-
0: uh, look look at those boxes sitting on their table. I see a power cord plugged into them, and then nothing else plugged into them. Are those just props, or are those like really do those really do anything? I'm trying to figure out what those boxes are on there.
3: Do, do y'all feel bad for Laura a little bit? She gets yes. so unlucky about. <laughs> Every single competition she does, there's some emotional thing that just overtakes her. And he had a of hilarious Kristen's retiring. T
0: Tia's won her seven thousandth title. You mean, like, there's always something so big going on that she just can't get any love? It just
3: it just keeps happening. I don't
1: know. I don't care. If you're not in first place, like she is in first place.
3: she is in first. Oh, she just my. won
1: the competition, and they didn't oh. even mention it. Oh. but they will obviously have a ceremony or they'll recognize her as a champion later on. But Jesus. I would, I would I think that that was kind of weird. I don't think that it was I'm not upset that they did that, but to not at least announce Laura as the champion and then do something like that on the floor.
3: I could get it if she was from Dubai, like if Jamie Simmons was retiring or something. I know,
2: but.
3: If you could find Uh, somebody to sneak it on there, I bet he wouldn't notice. <laughs>
1: just sneak it right over the butler's oh, yeah, room. it me tell you on something. his it would laptop
3: bur- somehow.
0: It would burn a soul, it would burn a hole in his soul. He would feel like if someone snuck in his room at night and stuck it on his laptop, he'd wake up from a deep sleep. He would feel it just eating away at his soul. Trust me. Trust me.
3: You need to send one to Brian in the next competition, he sees him Matt, he'll just he'll just somehow get it on his laptop.
1: If uh so, resetting for the men here. Got the final heat coming up. We know that the fastest times from the previous heat were four forty three, four fifty one, five hundred one. We'll see if they're relevant. It didn't. It didn't really factor in for the women. Roman Krennikov far away in the lead here. This is basically a victory lap for him. I still think that he's going to do very well in the workout. Top three at worst is my ex- expectation. But I should be on Lazar Jukic, Ricky Gerard, and Jeff Adler. Only two of them can make the podium. Adler is the odd man out right now. He's twenty nine points behind Garard and another. 14 points behind Lazar. So he needs to go for it. He needs to just, he has to try to, to go unbroken and hope that the other guys can't.
0: Okay. Let me ask you this. So Adler's in fourth place. It, mm-hmm. um, can he beat Ricky, Lazar, or Roman? Can he beat one of those guys in this workout?
1: He could he he beat could, all of them. He, he could, could win. potentially win this workout. But he's, but I'm, what I'm saying is he has to risk going for the win here if he wants to make the podium. Okay. He's Playing it be, safe is not in the cards. He's got to beat
3: Ricky and Lazar by a good amount to beat them in the overall competition.
1: Yeah, he needs to beat them and, and get help. It's the situation that you don't really
3: want to be in. They have to come ninth for Ricky and then uh like 15th oh, for Lazar. Not ninth, not ninth. He needs oh, yeah, five he or six five. places.
0: Wow. Yeah, yeah, you're, you are right. Sorry. So Adler needs to come ahead of Ricky by five or six places here. Ricky needs to shit the bed and Adler needs to kill it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which means that likely what we're looking at is is Lazar and Ricky battling for the second and third spot.
0: Okay, and look at Adler; he's ready. Look at him; you can tell. Look at him; just uh,
1: he knows. I mean, he knows that he didn't do it in the last two, and that this is his only shot.
2: And you know,
1: he will. Why have have the judges back there? Why not have them waiting for them at the rig?
0: Why did the judges have to run with them? What Uh, am I missing here? You know what I mean? Like why like watch this. They're going to say go and the judges trot down too. I I keep wanting to see a judge trip over one of these bars when they do this.
3: And then You we were Razar, completely right about Razar that. It's, it's
1: unnecessary.
3: Is 15th place. He'd have to get 15th place and Jeff would have to win.
0: For for oh, okay, to take second.
3: That's to tie, but I don't know who wins on tiebreakers?
0: This is going to be fun to see what Roman's mindset
1: is here. Roman's mindset is win. Yeah. He'll be composed. But you have to like think back to 2017 final, the Fibonacci finale with Fraser. He didn't need to go all out. He just kind of. Methodical, 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 and ended up towards the front. That's what probably will happen with Roman here. It doesn't look like he's moving as fast as Ricky and Lazar and Jeff, who have to, but he's probably not far behind, and that actually might pay off for him by the end.
0: Uh, Hugo, I was actually check for false starts. Maybe I thought I saw some false starts in the in the in the women's event too. I think there's a delay between the video and the audio. That's just enough. I think it's like tenths of seconds that's making us think that. But so I, I think they're wrong. on their last I, rope
1: climb here. Yeah, moving forward already. It looks like Lazar and Jeff were the first two. They're both in blue. Jeff's towards the top of the screen. Lazar is closer to us. Romans in the white advancing there, just past Lazar. But that was like a minute, ten minute, fifteen. So already they're thirty seconds ahead of the entire first heat. And Adler's,
0: and Adler's in first place where he needs to be.
1: Yeah, but he, but this barbell actually looks a little bit harder for him than I expected. Maybe it was just a, a rep or two. But hopefully and they Lazar keep this wide good. enough where we can see. Look
0: at Roman. Yeah, he's fat. Here, this is
1: a good shot. So we Jeff put it down, which I'm shocked to see that because he I felt like he needed to go for it, but he you know he didn't spend very much time with it on the ground. So I would say it was a calculated break for him.
0: Ricky's killing it, too. I don't think Ricky's put it down. He must be
1: approaching 10. Here's Roman just nice and
0: Ricky's easy into the lead. So
3: Ricky and Roman. Oh, my gosh. Jeff failed. Ricky and Roman both went unbroken. Wow. Oh, Roman That's got a, a wrap. no rep. That's a wrap. Here he's
1: comes not gonna be
3: He's not going to beat Ricky once they're out of this push shirt. Right. Or so, up points.
1: So it's it's, you know wrong we we thought that it was these four guys coming into the weekend and basically just on events 6 a and 6b Jeff didn't get the job done and as a result of that he's gonna miss the podium to these three guys but all credit to these guys I mean Roman's obviously been the best throughout the weekend
3: it's still a race between Ricky and Lazar though Ricky is if Ricky beats Lazar by three spots then Ricky will be in second
1: hey it uh, uh,
0: seems
3: unlikely kind of, but
1: yes
0: this is kind of homage to the last workout of the games huh
1: this year yeah yeah there are some elements of it that are similar, sure. It was, I mean, there was a, a you forgot about the row in that workout, of course.
3: And the 90 <laughs> chest bar.
1: The totally irrelevant row. 90 chest bar could be comparable to nine rope climbs, I suppose. And then you move a barbell and <laughs> lunge a little bit.
3: One is way more than the
1: other. I said, you know, I'm trying to help Savan out. The fact that the comparison okay. is not that okay, good. Okay. It's from, oh, from the come on, it's, great. it's into the finish. It's
0: finishing with lunges, and it's got deadlifts in it. It's it's great. It's a great comparison. There were no deadlifts and, in that workout. And I appreciate
3: it. Yeah, dumbbell deadlifts. Oh, you're talking about the final. Sorry, sorry.
1: Another finish uh, event win for...
3: Ricky's um, going to get second.
1: So we have to watch Lazar here. The times from the first seed are irrelevant. So as long as... Ricky finishes second. As long as Lazar finishes, what did you say within three spots? Three we, spots. So if he gets, Ricky's in second place, 95 points, Jeff and Lazar, Lazar is going to get third, 90 points. So, so Lazar's going to be
3: second place.
1: And that's awesome, man. I actually talked, yeah, to, I talked Lazar. to Lazar before this competition and he was like, Dude, you left me off the podium. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know you love to uh, prove me wrong. So go do it. So he'll be super excited about that. That's a big finish for him. Like I said, he was fifth here two years ago, taking second this year. Um, and the only people that were ahead of him other than Roman that year aren't competing this year for Kowski, Vellner, and BKG. So this is, you know, about what to expect in a competition that, as John talked about, is a little bit more favoring the endurance and the strength. And, and kind of like you saw with Jacqueline Dahlstrom, maybe not as extreme. But when you think that he's taking second place here, and at the Rogue Invitational he was twelfth place, you can see that gap in performance based on the relative programming.
0: Dude, how how happy is Ricky? He just hung with Lazar and Roman and Adam. I actually
3: think he he expected that. I I think they were hoping he was closer to Roman than he was then than he was you know this was a dominant competition by roman roman just beat everybody two two top 10 games athletes by a lot
1: but there's no surprise because he also beat bkg two years ago he beat bkg by 100 points in this competition
3: right it's not a surprise but i think ricky wanted to be closer to that than to be just he's doing
1: the he's gonna do do the workout
2: again (laughs)
3: oh <laughs> uh, if he just went and did another rope climb <laughs> just pretended this just is now pretend.
1: five straight competitions that he's won that he's entered
3: we have to move the crossfit games guys i'm telling you call the right people get him in
1: do you know anyone do, do any of us know anyone who works at the games i used to We could
0: start a petition <laughs> Uh, But change.org. No, but I mean, in all
1: seriousness, it is at this point, it is really a travesty that we can't see him compete in the U.S. or haven't been able to because there's nothing that he's shown us when he has shown up to competitions that makes me think that he's not a legitimate contender for the podium, especially now.
3: Or if like the Rogue, I know they won't do it, but if the Rogue Invitational could move, you know, all the top games people do that one too. I just want to see him in a game. That's got to stay in field. the US. That road. Yeah, I, thing, I, I mean. know that was. I know, but the games is not moving anytime soon. I just want to see Roman against all the top guys just once, where everybody is in the same place.
1: This, I mean, honestly, this upcoming year would be the best time to see it because Fukowski and Velner are approaching the the end. BKG is still relevant. They're still at their peak. You have Maderos just... coming up. You have Jukic coming up. You have Ricky coming back. You have Adler, who's in the you know middle of his career. There's a lot of good guys right there, Yonikoski, Guimayeros. And if you insert Roman into that conversation, it only amplifies the quality of, of the final heat. Of the and, I, and
3: I just want to see it once. Just well, so I can steady. see this is where Roman, this is where Roman is. Um,
1: and we know from, from you know, years and you know, years. What of What if experience, he's better
3: than Madero's? And we just don't know because we can't see him.
1: <laughs> exactly. And he has this skill. He has a skill set. That that gives him an advantage over Medeiros, which is his ability to win workouts, to be the best in the world at a significant at a specific workout. Now, that might change for Madero's. We have we did see him win one workout this year, and we remember back to Fraser's first year, where he really only Fraser won was one. The
3: exact same way, yeah. And then he not won, the and exact
1: same it. way. Fraser had seven seconds that year. Did, uh, Justin Madero's did not have seven second place finishes.
3: I'm saying that you know you know what I'm saying.
1: Are
0: we yes going to ar- stick around for another twenty minutes? Watch this award ceremony. See, it, I, th- I say we wait till the leaderboard uh, refreshes before we tap out. We talk a little bit more about this.
3: I mean, we know we know who it is.
0: What you? What are you? Are
1: you in a rush to go get a workout, John? Yeah, uh, very specific uh, training oh. blocks.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I as soon as we're done here, I'm going to the gym. Yes, but uh, I'm I'm fine. I can wait for whatever. <laughs>
0: Let's see what's going on here. Let's hear what's going on here.
4: He's going to try and do it the right way this time. He's hired the right coach in Justin Kotler, who I think is the right guy, to get him on the straight and narrow. Talking Um, about Ricky. You can see a difference in his demeanor here, you know, uh, all weekend long. And the result is going to be a podium finish here in Dubai.
5: Yeah, solid performances all around, especially your top three that we're going into this final event on the men's side of things, Lazar Dukic, Roman Kronikov, and Ricky Garrard. You just touched up on him as we take a look at some of the women waiting for their podium uh, announcement as well on the women's side. What were some of the things that impressed you and and what did you like from this weekend?
4: Man, um, you know, obviously there was the emotional moment there with Kristen Holta and you know, Wait a second,
5: wait a second. That's one of Tommy's
4: highlights? That would just be a great tip of the cap. Um, You know, I was was encouraged by Sarah Sigmund's daughter coming back from injury as well. Uh, A strong performance from her. Emily Rolfe, she doesn't get enough credit as an athlete. You know, she is an athlete who's won events at the games and starting to break into the top 10 range overall in this elite field of women. Is a great performance from her. I mean, there's a ton to talk about. Emma Lawson and nine ninth, you know, coming into this event, potentially st- sticking around in the top 10 when all of this is said and done.
0: This was this was my guess, Liz. I was guessing it's some sort of criminal record and I don't even know if it's a real criminal record. It might just be some weird shit. They got some weird, weird shit going on in Russia, like 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 as weird as the shit that's going on on our social media, like people getting banned for hunting pigs and giving the food to poor people and you getting banned, shadow banned for that. Uh, that's the kind of weird shit that they have going on there that they've had going on a long time. I remember uh, there, was, there, when there were a lot of ar- Armenian, uh, not Armenians, uh, arm wrestlers in Chechnya that couldn't fly around the world for, ar- for arm wrestling tournaments because Chechnya was considered just a bad spot.
4: Uh,
0: so um, let's go over really quick what, who your guys' choices were before we saw the event for first, second, and third place uh, men and women. Brian, who did you have, uh, men and women, for second, and third place? And then we'll do John.
1: Men, I think I had Roman, Ricky, Jeff, Lazar. I, and think, I think
3: we should go through uh, one through four. Okay. <laughs>
2: uh,
1: Roman,
0: Well, Lazar Ricky... is
3: significant in this conversation. Yeah, I, had, nope. I think I had Roman, Ricky, Jeff, Lazar. Jeff, Adler, okay. And uh, Lazar. And I, I was uh, Roman, Jeff, Ricky, Lazar.
0: Roman Jeff Ricky L- Lazar okay so same guys just a little little movement there and then and then how about the women uh Brian
1: well uh I didn't uh, just based on the fact of the unknown handstand push-up standard I hadn't picked Laura to win if I had known what known that handstand push-up workout was probably would have picked her but I think I had her third or fourth John you know that that's true um, other than that, in the top four, I had Gabby, Laura, Kristen, and Sarah. Gabby, Laura, Kristen,
0: and uh, Sarah. Just uh, really quick before you go, John, I want to answer this question here. Uh, I had this question too, but it's pretty. The answer's pretty obvious once I thought about it. Why is Andrea Nisler competing under Timberwolf instead of Mayhem? I believe Timberwolf is the gym she owns, and so she's just giving some love to her her peeps at home. But she does. She is a Mayhem athlete. Okay, Uh, uh, John. Who are your
3: your winners? I had uh, I had Laura winning, and then I believe I had Gabby second. Do you have it in front of you, Brian? I looked for the. John had
1: Laura, Gabby, Kristen, Emma, Carey. No, (laughs) I had Sarah. What am I? What am I missing here? That may have been me. I said Emma Carey. Oh, you did have Sarah third. I moved her yeah. out of why? Why did she? Something weird happened on this spreadsheet. I had to move remove Karen Frain. I think I accidentally removed your third place pick. So we had Laura, Gabby, Sarah, Kristen.
3: So we okay. had we, we had the same people on both things on top four. It, they were just um, uh, a little reversed order. And
0: so it looks like you guys did pretty good. It
3: looks, yeah, like but not that. Did. I mean,
1: not that surprising. Like like we said, these. These top couple was the top at the, the top, top,
3: or the top, yeah.
1: And it was more of a question of how they would sort themselves out. So we could say that we missed on Lazar, like we both had him fourth. He took second, and that I, you know, I had not did not pick Laura to win, and uh, she and she won. Other than that, I'd say we did pretty well.
3: I picked Laura to win.
1: If um, you weren't on the show, I would have picked her to win too.
3: <laughs> that's no fun.
1: I know um, I always I never I usually don't try not to pick this as often as I can not the same person. Who um
0: who who goes on to Wadapalooza from here? Who is is what and when is Watapalooza? Is that the next big event? It uh, is yes.
3: And Do when you is have what? the roster February? list, Brian? Yes. Are you allowed to say?
1: I don't think so. What what what's the date on Watapalooza? Do we know? Do they have a date yet? I think it's January 16th, so, right right around right around there.
0: Holy cow. So it's coming.
1: Yeah. And that's why you don't see a lot of um, top athletes and particular from North America at this competition is because for most of them, it makes sense to choose one or the other. We'll there recap- are a couple people that are doing both. Ricky Garrard is doing both, for example, but it, it actually isn't that odd for him. Like he traveled from Australia to Dubai. He's going to travel from Dubai to the United States. And I hope that the rumors are true that he's going to stay in the United States throughout the whole, entire season. I don't think it's worth it for him to risk going back to Australia if he can if he can legally stay here, and uh, therefore doing another competition, getting some more experience, um, I think would be good for him.
0: Uh, who who else in the men's field is going so, to
1: Wadapalooza? Uh,
3: is uh, is Medeiros doing Wadapalooza? I don't know. Valner is doing Wadapalooza, He said on Instagram. So yeah. Valner will be there. Ricky will be there. Hopper will be there.
1: Um, From this field, I think Luka Jukic, Ricky might be the only two who are, who are here and also doing that. Lazar is not? No. Oh, and Fabian Benito and Jorgos Karavis.
0: Wait, so Luka's going to Miami, but um, Lazar isn't?
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, and is, why uh, is, uh, that? is Guillermo is, doing Waterpalooza?
1: Mm, TBD. He hasn't c- confirmed.
3: Okay. And
1: Haley, I would think that I would think that they would, but I
3: don't. Yeah, uh, Haley's I think, doing a
1: team with Nissler and Taylor Williamson.
3: Oh, okay.
1: I'm gonna
0: run to the bathroom real quick, and then we'll come back. I want to circle around and talk about the women going to Watapelusa. And uh, Caleb, if they start to do the award ceremony, we give us a little audio on that.
1: Just looking at some of the comments here, I don't think Kara Saunders will go, but I'm not 100% sure. I don't think Tia will go because I think she's training for bobsled. Liz Myers, if Felner and Justin were in Dubai, who do you think would have done better? I'm going to pick Justin Medeiros in every competition until someone beats him. And um unless I just feel like picking a, a different pick from John. Do you John.
3: think – say what?
1: <laughs> unless I feel like just picking a different pick than you.
3: Do you think um... – I don't know. With the events, rowing and biking, high output, you think Justin would beat Roman? Oh, would beat Roman. Um, Yeah, like let's just put Vellner and Justin in in this event. What do you think would happen? I think they would definitely beat uh, Lazar, but Roman is, I think it'd be a good race.
1: Yeah, I mean by the,
3: wait, is this updated now?
1: So the the leaderboards do appear to be updated online and basically Roman won by um, almost a hundred points. I think it was 92 points that he beat. So that's uh, almost Lazzardai. two
3: whole events, the way the scoring system is. Two, yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to think about that. So it's, it's, like, it's almost point. a 200 point lead to what you're used to hearing.
1: Right. So, um, and that's significant. And if you fe- go back to two years ago, he was also a hundred points ahead of BKG and just 10 points or nine points behind Velner. So, in this competition, yeah, I think that he would have been in the mix with a Vellner or a Medeiros if they would showed up here. If you think about the the mm-hmm. events specifically, you have to think that Roman would have gotten the better of them uh, in the snow. On you the have to two. think that he would have been right there with them on the lifting. He, he, I mean Roman he took, ended up hitting yeah.
3: 160, 352. I've seen Vellner hit 160, and I've seen Justin do it, mm-hmm. but I've only seen him do it once. Like they're not. If they are better, it's not by a lot. And especially
1: and, in that format where you only get two attempts. You don't know like right. how much risk you're willing to take.
3: In and honestly, Val, in,
1: in in that scenario, maybe Roman doesn't go for 160 with those guys in the field. like you know. But either way...
3: Oh, I mean, I think he wanted to make a statement. He's That's all he's been working in the offseason. And he's been working it hard. Why would you not show it? I think he would in, do that regardless. But
1: you go for, forward from there. After he finishes the lifting, he's first in event four. And the way that he executed that, it's like... Would those guys have beaten him? I don't I'm know. Not,
3: so on that one, I, I'm not going to say he would win that because I think they would look exactly the same. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Then he takes third in event five, third in event six, a first in event six B and first in event seven. And basically what what we're saying is there's not a lot of room for error there. And even if those guys are beating him in these workouts, he they're they're giving, they're gaining five to 10 points. So if they had even had one bad workout, of the nine events scored events then probably Ro- then roman could have beaten them here
3: yeah I, i'm just thinking of the events because he did those shoulder to overhead unbroken i do think Medeiros would do it unbroken i think velner would do it unbroken too but like i don't know who would win that right because he beat everybody and then um but in the, the double event where he came first and third you know, I don't know if Elmer Madero's comes first and third, I, right?
1: No, so this is a uh, you know this very very well could have been a competition that um, that Roman would have beat could have beaten one of those guys if not both.
0: Hey, I bet you at um, I bet you at mayhem would be my guess that they
1: sit they they do some of these and they beat up on these scores. I Irrelevant. wonder if I, what say that again, Brian. Irrelevant. I don't put any stock into Like when Ricky was banned right. for four years and he was doing all the workouts at home and he's like, this is my time. This is my time. Take yeah. that, Matt Fraser. It's like, listen, bro, the, the environment is totally different. That's why I don't put a lot of value in online competitions compared to in-person like, if competitions. I, if, I, if, I,
3: if I go to the gym and clean and jerk 365, I can't say I'm stronger than Tola. You know what I mean? It just it doesn't work that way.
0: I, I I get that, and I wasn't implying that. I'm just saying, in in I bet, I bet you they, and I wonder, I they're going to do some of these. I bet, just to
1: see, and a lot of people would even lowly people like us have done them.
0: Right. And I'm wondering if they're going to do the same thing with if if uh, if Matt and his athletes are going to do it. I wonder if Hopper's going to do it. I wonder if Mal O'Brien's going to do it. I wonder if they they see these and they're like, okay, because even if it, you can't say it, if if, if one of them does this event, let's say this event that – like you guys are just saying that that you're not sure if Medeiros could beat Roman. If, if Medeiros goes home, right, today or later on today and he does this final event at his house and he gets 259, it does something to him psychologically that's good.
3: I think it does more if he goes home and he gets 331. I think it could only – like if he beats that score – he should. He's in a comfortable atmosphere. He didn't do a whole competition. Um, you could do whatever you want to it. The transitions aren't the same. He should beat that time. He has a time to beat, too. That's It's way easier to get a faster time. We know the time to beat. But if he didn't beat the time, I think that would hurt psychologically because you have. You, there's no reason you shouldn't.
0: And, and and light a fire under your ass. It's all, it
3: could only – I mean, that could happen. I think it could only be detrimental, though.
0: Oh, you mean if he doesn't beat it, it's bad. Like, don't do it, lose to it, and feel like shit. Yeah. Uh, Jacqueline, I, it's funny. I just started following Bryce Bennett again. That's that's the guy, the giant man that I interviewed at, at the CrossFit podcast, right? The Olympian?
3: I Ross think. Ross Lewis has the best comment of the day. Uh, Matt
0: Mursky would have beat all of these times, correct.
3: That is correct. That's great. I
0: I am not a fan of the MC James. Who's who's the M is that is that on the floor at the place? Yeah, James Quigley. How would he, how would that guy know? Are you at the event? Uh Brian, what do you think about how would Fukowski have done here? Were these events good. good for him?
1: Um he would have done well. Uh against this field? Either first or second.
0: Uh, and, and one of my least favorite conversations, but I'll give it some time. Uh, do you agree with the scale point system once you get below top six?
1: I think the scoring left a little to be desired at this competition. What do you think, John?
3: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the uh, just 195, 90 all the way down. So if you finish 20th, you get five points. I think that's how it should be. Um, Yeah. Uh, so his so scoring system favors a specialist. Like it leaves because they can win events. And then if they don't, when they do bad, they don't get, it's not a detriment. It's not as big as a detriment when they do really bad.
0: What is this? What does this comment mean? Uh, Brian can't say Ricky qualified wasn't an invite. So
1: there what, are two different ways to get to be in the Wadapalooza elite field. One of them is if you did the online qualifier and you finished in the top 20, which is, that's how Ricky made it into that field and okay. that's and everyone knows that so it's fine for me to say that but when you ask me if justin medeiros is competing he was invited and if he hasn't declared whether he's competing or not then it's not we, my place to to share that information
2: yeah. Do,
0: has Wadapalooza revealed who has been invited
1: no
3: okay. no but there are people on instagram that said they're going like patrick has said he's accepted his invitation
0: and we just assume medeiros has gotten invite.
1: No, we know he's got an invite the people who are invited to Wadapalooza is public. The people who oh, accepted that invitation is That's what public.
0: I was asking. Okay, so Wadapalooza does tell you who they invited.
1: And yeah, it's on their website and they invite a lot of people. They invite like games winners going back 5 years, they invite top 3 from the semifinals last year, they invite top 30 from the quarterfinals, they invite anyone who was at the I game. I mean, if you're
3: if you're if you're somebody you got an invite. <sighs>
1: Palooza invite
0: list 2021. Can I just Google that?
3: Did Mertens get an invite?
0: That's a good question.
1: Did he? Did Colton Mertens get an invite? Did he qualify? <sighs> Colton Mertens. Everyone who was at the games this year got an invite.
3: Okay.
0: Deepest Waterpalooza men's field ever. Oh, that's an article I wrote. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, it is by Business. Brian Friend.
3: So these are the new. These are the people that we know, correct? Wait, what
1: is that? What are you looking at? Why is Why is Jake Marconi on that list?
0: That's Mal O'Brien's coach, right?
1: No. What is this?
0: I'm pretty sure it is. No, he trains with
3: them. He trains with them.
0: Um, I think he's the coach of them. I think he is the HWPO coach. No, Brian.
3: I thought Marconi was an athlete. He is. Yeah.
1: But he's also a coach for HWPO. He's the coach. Mm, I mean, this, this is very confused. Okay. This is not the article that I wrote. This is an article that Patrick Collins is, or Patrick Clark is organizing. And I would disregard this and I'm, I don't want it up on our screen.
0: Yeah, Caleb. Get this hey, I look, it looks like some. Screen. Let's see what's going on over. There's some people talking to Roman. He's got a clean shirt on. He's got his whoopy shit going. Let's see what's going on over. Can we, Caleb, on um?
1: Is it just going to show his heart rate during the interview?
5: Probably. What are these guys saying for the award ceremony for both the men and the women who lands on the podium? Let's send it down to the floor and await that announcement.
0: Is that Sigmund's daughter's agent right there? Sign-
3: oh, it- Brian.
0: Brian, is that Sigmund's daughter's agent? Is that? Yes, yes, yes. It- does he also represent uh, uh, Roman?
1: Yes, and he's the guy who's working
3: very hard to try to get Roman to the U.S. this year. Brian, Jacqueline Dahlstrom was two points away from fourth. So it was very close. Yeah.
0: Hey, anybody with a G5 can
3: come. Andrea um, Nisler did pretty good in total.
1: Yeah, and, and I mean, not we had projected her, I had projected her, I don't know, fifth or sixth, and you'd had her... Dude, this is not right. What am I looking at? You had have her you eights, guys given the final results yet?
0: Friend. Caleb, can
3: you put up the final results? It looks like the, all the scoreboards no. have been updated. Do you have a tab with the women, Brian? Because the only thing I could see is the men.
1: The results or our predictions?
3: Our predictions.
1: Man, something seems off with that. I don't know. Caleb, oh, no, I, I
0: gave you a link in the private chat.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I have a tab with already. it. I have a tab okay. with it.
6: Okay,
0: so we got Laura Horvat clearly in first, Kristen Holtz clearly in second, and Gabriela Magal. It's, they're about equidistant from each other. <clears throat> and even fourth place. They're all 20 points away from each other,
1: more or less. 30, yeah. 30, 20. Yeah, and look, Sarah Sigma's daughter, one point away from sixth right there. I think this is a good finish for her, John, and I talked about it while you were using the bathroom earlier. Um Healthy competition, fairly consistent, no amazing per- performances. Her worst performance was on a downhill snow run, which makes sense given the, you know, uncertainty around her knee. Emily Rolfe, eighth place, kind of as expected. Emma Lawson, great competition for her in ninth. Um, I think that this was a, probably going a long way in terms of her belief in herself of being, a, you know, at, capable of performing in, in this sport going forward. Turi right in the middle there. So pretty much what we'd expect. I'd say the outliers here, the surprises, um, Sam Briggs, Jackson Dahlstrom, and Emma Lawson, I would say, all punched up a little bit.
0: And the lowest first-place finish is 13th-place overall finisher, uh, Manon Anganese. And she got first place in the third event.
1: I always find that fascinating how far down someone won a first. Yeah, that was a lifting event, and so it's a specialty event. And you look at the um, person in 11th, Michaela Norman, she didn't win, but second in the first workout. And it's just because this format, you know, um, getting a first or second goes a long way when you're competing against uh, the bottom half of the field.
0: Let me take a page out of Brian Friend's book. This is the kind of stuff that you learn while working with Brian Friend. Look at fourth-place Samantha Briggs. She has three first-place finishes – And no one else even has two. And she's the only one who is a CrossFit Games champion.
3: Laura doesn't have two.
0: She does not. Now she has she has three second place finishes, a first place finish, and a third place finish. Oh, okay. So, so, but, but it is, but it is fascinating how good Sam is still. If if the if the work, I mean, she's still competing with the best in certain workouts.
3: It is it is crazy, and I'm. I'm happy for Sam Briggs, but it's a bit about it's a bit about how the competition is. Like she I don't think she will do as good as she just did in any competition. But this competition. That's no offense to her.
0: Will she go to Wadapalooza?
3: I would pr- probably not.
0: Now let's look on the men's side. You got Roman Krennecroff, who's in first place, and he also has three first place finishes. How many any second any, place finishes? Uh, one, two, uh, also three.
3: And how many third place finishes?
0: Two. <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that all the events? Is that no, is he had it, a fifth. He had a fifth. Pretty damn close. Oh, you had a fifth. Oh, that the was lifting. The uh, lifting, oh, which uh, is a great probably. finish. Line. Come on now.
0: And and then uh, it, and basically. Basically, between Roman Lazar and Ricky, they got all the first place finishes. There's a couple other
1: outliers out here, Uh, just on the lifting. Just, just going to be Hude, or Tola and Bronislaw on the lifting event.
3: And
0: uh, yeah, and then there was
3: and then Ricky on the running event, and then it's just all Roman and Lazar. Well, Roman all of them, and then Lazar won.
0: And uh and in that in that stunt, uh Hapalainen pulled an event number uh Oh, I forgot
3: about Hapalinen. Yeah. But that
0: was but that was just a fl- – then he took a nineteenth in, in the in the sister workout to that workout.
1: Yeah, backed it up with a sixth on the finale, though, and a sixth place overall in this competition. Henrik Epalinen mm-hmm. is probably the least known and least talked about guy who made the top twenty at the games this year. This is a good result, a good finish for him. You know, he maintains that. That status ahead of Jorgos Karavis by a few points ahead of Elliot Simmons ahead of Luka Dukic Simon Montala, Alex Katoulos, all of those guys are guys who will be contenders to take one of the ten spots of the games next year out of Europe. Um, all, most of them were in the semifinals this year, and I think all of them were actually. So that's a good, like it's good for him that he's backing up his games performance by staying ahead of of some guys like that.
0: This guy is the uh, uh, what was the guy's name? I don't know if he's still in the CrossFit scene anymore, but he was really good. No one knew him. Uh, Ben Stoneberg, or is that his name? Stoneberg, yeah, yeah. This guy, Henrik Hapal- Hapalainen, is the Ben Stoneberg of two of 2021. twenty-one. Thirty-seven he's 700- like six inches taller than Ben Stoneberg, though. Oh, and he's got some hair,
3: man. What's cool about the men's is the last event was all the top six people, and it's almost in perfect order, yeah. Just one little flip.
0: That's Wait, cool. uh,
3: say,
0: say say that one more time again.
3: In the last event, it mm-hmm. is the top six fittest people, and it's oh. almost in perfect order. Wow, wow. And traditionally, you'll see the fittest guys always do better at the end of the competition because they recover better than the rest. <laughs> um,
0: f- for me, the, the 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 big the two biggest pieces here are uh. Actually, all four all four of them are, are nice and confirming. It is really nice to see Roman, Lazar, Ricky, and Jeffrey all one, two, three, four. It makes you feel good about what we're going to see from them at the games. It makes you want to see all of them compete again. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good for them. I would have liked to have seen Sam Stewart finish up a little higher. I'd like to have seen him represent that game's pedigree a little better. Why did... Why did Sam
1: do so so
0: poorly? What is this?
3: A participation medal?
1: Everyone yeah, they always do this in in Dubai. Um Dubai, no, Dubai has always valued very highly participation and people who regularly show up to their events. Uh so they do some nice things for the athletes, this being one of them. But <clears throat> Sam Stewart, you know, you have to keep in mind he's still pretty young, 24, 25 years old. He did have to withdraw from the games due to injury. We don't we can assume that he's healthy enough to be competing at something like this? I would say that you know this is about as as poorly as he could have done, and uh, you know, the points are kind of tight. He had 576, and if you just go like three or four spots up, it's only 10 points difference. Um, but something that he'll build off of, I think he's and his team, he's working with Max O'Hodge, are probably looking. Like they're there now, they're they're relevant and competing, but they're not competing to win or to podium yet. So I think you're still looking at two to three years for this guy to be where he maybe wants to be.
0: And you also called Mohammed Ma, uh, and Mahmoud um, to be in uh, 18th and 19th.
1: Very accurate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Even though they were fun to watch this week and they did great for sure. I mean, actually
1: I love that the, that those guys and guys uh, like that are often at this competition when there's. When they're able to have 30 to 40 athletes compete, you might, you, you know, you'll see these guys in the field and you'll also see a couple of women from the Middle East in the field. And I think that that's uh, extremely important. And you know, like I said, these guys are very fit. They're not bad. It's just majority of this field are games level or have games experience. Um, actually, those two guys do too from 2019. But, uh, you, you know, know, they're just, they're. it's like they're regionally good.
0: Well, I will say this about them. That year, is 2019 the year at the Games when they let everyone go?
1: Like you just had to be
0: from a country to go? <laughs> was, that, was that 2019? was country, yeah. Okay. Well, there were people there who embarrassed themselves. And these two guys did not embarrass themselves in the slightest at this event. So, that, that I mean, that definitely just they definitely belonged there. It wasn't like someone's cousin, the prince's cousin who just got in. And and that's the way the game felt in 2019. It was an embarrassment for some of those people.
1: Yeah, like the people who made who were organizing the sport that year.
0: <laughs> <laughs> them too.
1: No, no, it's just I don't even think it's fair to say them. <laughs> that, was that? A, that was a one man one man's decision that year. And you know what? It's okay because he um has regularly taken risks and a lot of and, and done things that were against the grain and more often than not they were in the benefit of humanity.
0: I agree, but if I finish 20,000 places below someone who's in the same competition as me and there weren't <clears throat> and there were only 200
1: people in the competition
0: I'm not going.
3: They did get like $1,000 worth of free And Lazar That's
1: Jukic 000. Lazar Jukic turned down his invitation that year for that reason. Yeah. And he would have been in the top third of the men there that year. Yeah. I'm not saying I, I don't judge those people who did go. Send that five dollars to Hopper.
0: Out outside of you embarrass yourself, but go but <laughs> but, but but I'm just saying for Brian's comment. Which one? What, what what was Brian's comment? What was Brian's comment? I don't remember. Briggs is a masters athlete right in the mix. Does Krokov Klokov have a chance at Masters? The answer is no. Thanks for doing this. <laughs> oh, here. You want to see Brian get all fired up? Here we go. Is Europe getting more game spots in 2022?
1: So your question is not specific enough because I have not contended that Europe should have more game spots. It's specifically the European women. And in in and very specifically it's that the european women have significantly outperformed the american women and yet the american women are still getting twice as many spots whereas the european men have not done the same as uh, relative to the american men and so i what i think is that there should at this point and i think that in the future this should even change further but at this point that crossfit could look at the last 5 years of relevant data and realize that the performances of the women from Europe at the games have earned, have warranted extra spots to be taken away from the North American women that, you know, but that can fluctuate. It doesn't have to be a permanent
3: change. We're oh, going to start like uh, a cold, a cold war you, in the CrossFit community.
1: Yeah.
0: You mean by separating the men and the women? That's a horrible idea. Everything Brian no, is saying. Not. No, everything it's not. That, Everything that Brian is saying, I agree with, except that one of the weirdest things about our sport is that there's no distinction between the men and the women in terms of being a fan. None. I've never met anyone who's like, I like the men's competition more. I like the women's competition more. I mean, there's some feminist kooks out there who, who, who get off on that, but everyone's pretty much equal.
1: So you're, we, look, we, you're saying let's give two more spots to both the men and the women so we can make we can make the we- men's field weaker and the women's field stronger? No. We're still going to have forty and forty. It's just let's try to get if we're going to do it based on regions across the world. Why wouldn't we try to get the best group of people there? Okay, fine, you win.
3: But I, I mean, still want to go back to the. I think okay. you just I, take I, the two, the last two, like for the last chance qualifier. Just take those two spots and give it to Europe. I've written an article. Like I've written of- an article about this.
1: It's and it's on the morning Up for those who are interested. And I lay out what I would do this year based on the results from the last five years.
0: What is the most, with with Brian, the way Brian's talking is to him, I think he's saying the most important thing to him is to get the best people there at the games and that will facilitate the best competition and thus validate the, 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 you're the fittest man in the world. And it's hard to argue that. Am I right, Brian? That's what you're saying. Hey, let's just get the best people there. And this is one of the ways to do it.
1: Yeah. And when you have the lat, like pull up the games leaderboard from this year, if you want and tell me where the bottom five. North American qualifiers finished.
3: And Karen and then, Frey would be better than all of them.
1: And Karen Frey lost to five women in Europe in the semifinals who finished all five of those women finished 13th or better at the games. And I would favor Karen Frey in a live competition over at least two or three of those women, meaning I think that she w- is good enough. And it's, a, it's very sad that she didn't get to compete this year. So people at this competition, Dubai Crosser Championship, so people could see her in a live competition who maybe haven't seen her in a couple of years. But she was. T- I think that she was fit enough to be top ten at the games this year. But because of the way that the spots are distributed, she didn't get in at the expense of five women who finished in the bottom eight.
3: I, Ooh, uh, I think. You're how sp- many d- spots do you think you're getting left out?
1: I be- I think. I think it was I, specifically. I I would have take, I think I would have given three more spots to Europe. Yeah, he's
0: played, and and the difference in caliber is so it is not that great. But I'm fine with I'm fine with what Brian's saying. But I think it's splicing hairs. But I but I but I think if we're gonna claim to be the fittest, it should be the fittest. My point was this, and then we'll get back to this. In gymnastics, no one gives a shit about the men in the Olympics; they watch the women. In basketball, professional basketball, people watch the men. No one gives a shit about the women. This sport is not like that, and I don't know any other sport that's like this. We're like, we're at the seat of our pants for both men and women. We have no preference. We don't care that the men lift more or that the or that the women made run faster. It's just the whole thing is just dope. So the whole thing is dope.
3: Spiegel, Danny Spiegel, Carolyn Connors, and Reagan Huckabee. You would rather their spots go to Karen Frey. Who else?
0: Good point, Danny. Good point. Sorry. One more thing. He he's Danny says tennis. Tennis is accurate. That's it. You're, you're right. I apologize. And I'd like and I'm sure people can think of a couple more. Tennis, we, we go back and forth between men and women too.
1: Danny is not a good example. She got injured.
3: All right, you wanna go next one up? Um so Reagan Huckabee. And the McKinsey Riley is the next one up. Yeah, yes. I would rather
1: see younger, more competitive women from Europe than
3: or no, 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 it'd be Caroline Connors, Reagan Huckabee, and Caroline. Uh and Jessica Griffith. Yes. And then but I'm asking who are the other two? I agree completely with Karen Frey. Who are the other two?
1: Well Evie Hollis got sticks on the other side and I can't remember exactly the format that I laid out of how you would finish uh, select the third uh which semifinal would get an extra spot. But like I said, I wrote I wrote the article and detailed all of that there. If anyone's watching the live stream from Dubai still they're they are just about to finish up with uh announcing everyone other than the podium. And then they'll get to the podium finishers. And then we can go eat breakfast. I think we probably could do that now. Unless you're, I mean, are you planning to watch the podium announcement live? Is that what we're doing?
0: I don't know. I don't care. I don't
2: care.
1: I mean, it's, we can't, like, the
0: game's planning way too much knowledge not to use. Some people don't like me. That's as simple as that. No, why would he's, they pay for he's it? Associated they associated wa- with Savon. Why would they pay for it? They just watch this show and steal
1: it and say it's their own idea. I have worked worked for the games, um, but they have a very you know they have a team that's that's uh, been working together for a long time.
6: <laughs>
1: what do you what?
0: Oh, it just opens up just a massive door.
3: There's just so much detail he doesn't want to go into.
0: Oh, it's so much. I want to see this shot of Luca laying in his brother's lap. That's so sweet. If I would love to. I want to see that. That's so awesome. That's so big brother, little brother shit. I see my boys doing that all the time. I'd love to see them still be doing that crap in their 20s. Just a team. How stoked are they?
1: that they get to compete in the games together like that
3: where did Luca finish
1: it was eighth or ninth yeah he finished ninth um about 20 points behind Simmons Cavis and Hapalainen. so pretty good I would say it's pretty good performance for him um,
3: about about what we expected
1: yeah I would say is like is probably probably the like the best case scenario was maybe a sixth and the worst case was a 15th so just in the middle
0: Hey, you know what? I think the stream is fine. All the shit we bitched about fucking or that I bitched about, no placards, the whatever, no scoreboard, just blah, blah, blah. You know what? The camera, making fun of the camera, the picture quality has been fucking great. And we're lucky we get to see anything fucking at all. So hats off to you guys. Thank you. Sorry for being such a whiny bitch and yelling at you guys. You guys did fuck up by not letting Brian be in charge. Brian should be president.
1: No, I chose not to go this year. Oh, but um, no. the 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 one thing, I, it's not easy to cover a CrossFit competition, and but but even having said that, you can you can catch the finishes of events, and when you miss the finishing of the relevant finishes of of heats or events, that's I think is the most
3: disappointing thing. And it's not just Dubai that screws no. that up. Other other competitions do the exact same thing. It's an easy fix, and nobody's fixed it yet.
0: Yeah, nobody's fixed it yet.
3: It's crazy. Even in the CrossFit Games, when the first guy finishes, they focus on that guy, even if there's a race, left, how, second, and third.
0: How about all the downtime in between all the CrossFit Games footage that could have been just playing uh, affiliate commercials? There was so much downtime that was wasted. So much downtime. Nuts. Absolutely nuts.
3: That would be a fun open announcement, Danny.
1: What did he suggest, or she?
3: He said Spencer and Saxon versus Lazar and Luca.
0: Just have the four of them. I um I had organized uh, and I, I had started organizing an event that was going to be the Panchik brothers versus the Smith brothers versus the Anderson brothers and I'd started penciling it up and getting it ready and it just never went off but that would have been awesome. all yeah, that would have been awesome. And Luke and Lazar would be great against Spencer and Saxon too. All right, are we done here? I think so. Caleb. Thank you. You killed it today. Susie, you killed it. Will, I hope you're having a safe drive wherever the hell you're going. Uh, Everyone, thanks for tuning in. Um, Seeing Roman in the games will be as disappointing as seeing Hopper in the games. I don't understand that comment. I just want to say one thing to you guys really quick, if I can... Tomorrow night, we are doing the news show at 6 p.m. Emily Abbott will be stepping in for Kate Gordon as she is stepping out for two weeks while she escapes a certain part of Australia where the quarantine is too fucking stiff to live in. People, stop texting me and sending me shit talking about how it's free in Canada. And and, uh, and, uh, someone the other day said, I don't know why you dog Canada. As long as you're vaccinated, you can go everywhere. Did you hear what you just said? Fucking knucklehead. Uh, So we got Emily Abbott on tomorrow at 6 p.m. On Monday, we have Dave Lipson from Thunderbro. On Tuesday, we have Hunter McIntyre back on to tell us how many CrossFitters are doing drugs. On Wednesday, we have Dr. Asim Malhorta. Uh, He is uh, basically the Sanjay Gupta of uh, some of the television stations in the U.K. He has been vaccinated and he has also written a book on 21 days to immunity and now he is very very concerned with mandating vaccines especially for kids on thursday we have a podcast with sage bergner that one's going to be awesome that's mike bergner's uh, daughter on friday christmas eve we have a live call in show and then on christmas um, I will circle back around. In Christmas, we're going to do a three hour special with Brian and John where we uh, get you guys all prepped up for Wadapalooza. And that will be on a Christmas special that the three of us will be doing. Good morning. Just seen if you assholes are listening. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Bye bye.